King Gates, you all the savior. What up, Tony Bruno? You're now listening to the finest sports radio show. You're now tuned to the Tony Bruno Show. What you don't know about sports, Tony Bruno knows. Hot sports radio. Let's talk about today. Plays, news, headlines, and what's an outrage. What up Wednesdays? We got hockey action, yo. Flyers, Phillies, Sixers, Eagles, Hall of Famers, come and go. Let's rob and get the corkscrew. Tim, tell Tony that he's my favorite sports team. Bring the wood. MLB. Step to the plate. Just like the NBA. We going hard in the paint. Million dollar voice. You heard him on John Madden. He's bald like the Eagles. You're an honorary captain. Download the podcast. Follow on Twitter. One of sports radios. Legendary figure. What up Wednesday, yo? Tony Bruno, Miss Robin in the house today. And we have three hours of uninterrupted. Sometimes there's interruptions, but it's usually people interrupting each other. But as far as stopping down, there is no stopping. Buckle yourself in, fasten your seatbelts, and put in your tray tables in the upright and locked position. You can get up and go to the bathroom if you want. You just pause it, I guess. Can they pause this show while they're listening to it live, Robin, or watching it on Twitch TV, Bruno Nation Live? You know, that's a good question. That's what I ask. That's why I'm a journalist. I, I don't have that answer because, you know, I'm usually on this side of the camera. So Exactly. Yeah, and that's a good question, and that's what we do. But we'll have fun. That's one thing It's certain on this show. We will have fun. We will take phone calls. We will break down everything that needs to be broken down. But we will not be breaking plates today. That was yesterday's Greek segment of the show. Yes. Um, unfortunately, no Greek time today. Although we will have a, a freak Nick later on in the show, and we'll all run into a Walgreens and get some shit that we need. Robin's got to pick up a prescription anyway, so we may as well go in there. And, and uh, but that's there, a different drugstore, though. Yeah, and the manufacturer has not supplied the drugstores with it. They're out. And they're out they've of been dope out. at the at the drugstore. <laughs> they're oh, out of Adderall, yeah. and they've been out of it for like a month. No wonder why this whole country's going crazy. There's an Adderall shortage. Yes. See, luckily, I don't need Adderall because I'm a, I have laser focus every single day on the show. Yet Miss Robin, who rips me as not being focused, is the one taking Adderall. Explain that, Robin, because please. Because I am focused and I can multitask. You, on the other hand, are kind of all over the place. Yeah, but, but I always it bring it you. back. I always bring it back to the Eagles. It works for you. We're, it works we're for a you. week away from training camp, but let's send out it. Meanwhile, we got all kinds of stuff going on. Don't forget, it's What Up Wednesday, so it's our weekly team-up with Harry Mays and Aton Shander on their program, which runs concurrently, sort of like prison terms. We're serving concurrent terms on different pro- products. Harry Mays, Aton Shander on 97.3 ESPN, on the air live. You can hear them on their app. They're on Twitch also, just like we are. So we do our crossing streams every Wednesday at 1.30-ish. 
and then we just throw stuff around and see what sticks on the wall. We got NBA talk today. Yeah. We've got Wimbledon updates, keeping an eye on Roger Federer in his first uh, quarterfinal matchup. And it's a tough one against Kai Nikishot Nishikori. Hey. Hey, does up. Kai Nikishot Nishikori. They're in the fourth set. This ain't easy peasy stuff like the chicks who only play three sets, Robin. And that's why men make more than women at Wimbledon. Although I think oh. the prize money's equal, even though the women don't have to play five sets. How is that fair? Anyway, that's the big topic today in New York. Congratulations, the women's national team. What's interesting to note here, Robin, the uh, people are now, uh, walk-up music is coming out of the yin-yang today. Yes, it is. I think people are starting to figure out the fabulousness of the blurp walk-up But then people think we're making mistakes and playing unnecessary audio at times, listening and saying, what are they doing now? Well, people just need to figure it out. Exactly. We don't make mistakes here. (laughs) 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 What don't you know? We got all kinds of stuff going on, but of course, today... The U.S. women's national team had their big ticker tape parade. What's interesting to note here, do you know in New York they've had over 200 ticker tape parades since they first started doing it? The very first one was in 1919. Dude. Through the Canyon of Heroes, they called it. And back then it was for military heroes. Right, right, right. Because they, uh, they welcomed back the soldiers from World War I, and that was the first ever ticker tape Kinda parade. special, yeah. Big deal. Astronauts. You know, and then they did sports teams. They, you know, they welcomed back the 1925 U.S. Olympic team with a ticker tape parade. Uh-huh. And the reason they called it ticker tape, as you well know, Robin. Yes, I do. Because the Wall Street used to use the tickers for all the stock transactions. Yeah. And so they have all this leftover paper. So what they did is they started throwing it out of the windows of the buildings. And the way it came down and it like yeah, spun it was like around little, little swirly, like a record. Swirly, yeah. And so it looked good. And they said, hey, you know, we're not using that stuff anyway. It's all waste paper. So let's throw it out the windows, and it looked good, cascading down right. beautifully on the people who are being honored. The last time there was a ticker tape parade in New York City, do you know when it was? Um, I'm trying to think. No, not Donald it. Trump's inauguration. They didn't do that. <laughs> no, don't think so. But it was 2015. And you know who the ticker tape parade was for? The who? U.S. Women's National Team. So they are back-to-back ah. ticker tape parade <laughs> Four, year, four years apart, they won it in 2015. They had a ticker tape parade then, and they won it, of course, the other day, and they had the ticker tape parade this morning, and it was a beautiful thing. But then, ladies and gentlemen, first of all, an embarrassing moment as they get to City Hall, which is the finishing spot where all the ladies go up, yeah. and the coaches and dignitaries, and that mayor who's not, who has less, who I have more popular vote capability than the mayor of New York, and of course, being a grandstanding politician who uh-huh, thinks he's uh-huh. going to be president someday, he's up there promising the world, when I'm president, every woman's going to be in sports, going to be equally paid. So he's playing the typical, and that's what politicians do. They all do it. Right. He's playing the, hey, it's my city, I'm the mayor, even though I don't really want to be here, I'd rather be president, and I, even though I have no shot, I'm going to go out there and play the big, hey, I'll show you what I'm going to do. I'm going to throw ticker tape parades. While I'm criticizing the 4th of July parade, I'm going to get 350 people shut down major streets in New York. And you know what? I have no problem with it. But don't complain about how much it costs for other parades on the 4th of July and then spend hundreds of thousands of dollars hiring extra police 
cleanup crews to go out and sweep up all the. And they don't use ticker tape. You know what they use now? Yeah, they have the shredded paper. Shredders. Shredded. The, the, well, it's the shredded streamers, right? But it's not streamers. It's a shredding company that takes documents from people and shreds them. Oh. So they keep them in big plastic so bags. So it's not the same stuff that they. No, it's th- not. It's not from Wall for Street. The Eagles Parade. Where no, they had no. The green little. No, people, because the, the, the city had nothing to do with the Eagles Parade. That's what people were throwing out of their homes. No, well, they had those, the, the like the green streamer strips. Yes, but that was not provided by the city of Philadelphia, okay. is what I'm saying. Gotcha. In New York, there's an alliance that provides the paperwork, uh-huh. and they're big bags of. Of, of you know when you straight when you when you shred your own stuff everybody's got a shredder now for documents right. so it's all shredded documents and there's this company called the Alliance of New York or something and they keep all the shredded documents in big plastic bags so when there's a parade they donate them so that people can throw them out of buildings Adrian but that's San all Antonio done by the city says that maybe they should use Tony's parking tickets for they the should I, I I could give you all <laughs> not my tickets because I, I don't have any tickets yeah. but I have all the notices that I get every day. As the price goes up 50, 60, 70 percent every time I don't pay a ticket that I didn't deserve. So I'm going to have my own ticker tape parade later on. It'll be all the city, all the wasted money that they send out. They're really, they do their due diligence. When anybody doesn't pay a parking ticket right away in 10 days, uh-huh. you get a parade, speaking of parades, of letters every week. We need they to... send out. They spend more money going after people for parking tickets than they do for people who don't pay their taxes, their utility bills, or anything else. But that's another story. So let's get back to the parade. So they get to City Hall, and they're all up on the steps, and it's awesome. But guess what happened? What? With all of this talk about equal pay for the women, the U.S. soccer president. This is the guy. This isn't a FIFA criminal from some third this world is country. United this is States. the president. I should get the tape, but it just came over. The U.S. soccer president, Carlos Cordero. Guess whose name he mispronounced while honoring the women whom he represents with the men of the U.S. Soccer Federation. No. He mispronounced Megan Rapinoe's name when he introduced her today. Did he say Rapinoe? I don't know. I have the tape here, and we'll play that. But he mispronounces her name. The only the most recognizable female athlete in the world next to Serena Williams right now, right? Is there any, name me another female athlete right now who's more recognized than Megan Rapino? Serena Williams, right? I mean, who else? So how does the guy who hopes solo, but she's not playing anymore. My point is, Megan Rapino. Is, is a big name, not just because she's a great player, but because of all the sidebar stuff and the political stuff. I have it here. Okay, let, oh, we have him? Yes, we do. Oh, let's play the cut here. This is from ABC7 in New York. He gets up in grandstands, and then he boxes. Finally, but not last, winner of the Golden Boot, the tournament's top scorer, and the Golden Ball, the best player, Megan Rapinoe. Hey, Megan Rapinoe, let's hear it. The tournament. What did he call it? He didn't even call it the tournament. This guy's the president of the U.S. Soccer Federation? Megan Rapinoe. Can I hear that again? Can you take it back a little bit? I want to hear this sucker one more time. You wonder why soccer's screwed up and these guys don't know who to pay. The Golden Boot, the tournament. The tournament. And the Golden Ball, the best player, Megan Rapinoe. Wow. Hey, Megan Rapinoe. That's a good job out of him. It's ridiculous. And they wonder why. You know what, though? A lot of people pronounce her name that it way. It doesn't matter. This I guy's know. the president of the stinking soccer federation. 
You should... How hard is it to Megan Mac- Rapino? Did he watch the games? Well, not only did that... he not watch her on CNN last night with what's his face, Gloria Vanderbilt's son. Maybe it's a subconscious dig at her. Who knows? No, it's not. This guy's just another clueless suit who has a big job where he makes millions of dollars on the backs of women who are going out there and saving his ass. A.J. Marcus, it's the wrong emphasis on the wrong (laughs) syllable. (laughs) I actually had to think about that before I said it out loud. (laughs) This is the guy that writes the checks to these women who are not being paid equally to what the men make. And he doesn't even know their names. He doesn't know the name of the most famous woman on earth right now. Jesus. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Hey, I want to remind people to share and share and let everybody know that coming up here very soon is going to be the crossing of the streams. I mentioned that. Coming up at 1.30. We're 15 minutes away. So share and let everybody know that it's going to be another... It's going to be epic. It's going to be off the chains, off the charts. With a down gender. And I will actually pronounce their names properly. And even the frequency and all the other important things that we need to do when we do this crossing. How would you mispronounce Harry Mays? I don't know. Aton. I mean, Aton Shander. People can mess that up. The tournament. Mayus. (laughs) (sighs) I mean... Even Oprah Winfrey watching that this morning exclaimed from her Beverly Hills mansion. Actually, no, she's up in uh, what's it, the Richie Shitsy town up the PCH. Uh, not Santa Cruz. The one where uh, Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. In her Santa Barbara mansion watching the head of the soccer federation botch the name of the tournament and the star player. Wow, 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 Harry Mayo and Armin Katayan will be joining us at the bottom of the hour. Love Armin Katayan. Great work on CBS, on HBO, and Real Sports. They'll be joining us. And Harry Mays, M-A-Z-E. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. But anyway, back to the turn. So the guy botches Megan Rapino's name. Uh-huh. Then Megan gets up. And I want to hear the same talking head woke radio hosts rip this because of what happened in the spur of the moment. Just like Chase Utley did here in Philly. Just like, uh, what's his name, the Eagles center did, Jason Kelsey at the Eagles parade. Remember? Mm-hmm. So remember those instances, and let's go live. Well, not live. This was a little while ago. Megan Rapino, Megan Rapinoe gets up and thanks the crowd. Let's go to the tape. Is incredible. We took so much on our shoulders to be here today, to celebrate with you today. And we did it with a smile. So do the same for us. Please, I ask you. New York City, you're the motherfucking best! Yeah! Motherfucking best! What are they chanting? Pino, 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 Pino Grigio. Pino, 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 Pino. Are they doing that to this uh, guy who didn't know how to pronounce her name? Or <laughs> you know what? I love that. I guess so. It's live on on CNN, right? And it's live everywhere. And they went, "Oops!" oops didn't believe it. it. Oop, there it is. You know, we got to play because I I agree with Megan Rapino. Put a smile on your face. Remember that song? I put, put a, a smile, smile on, on your face. face. So anyway, so she drops in mother effing uh-huh. city. 
It does remind me of but something. The, but, you know, the woke on-air guardians of the airwaves, when, when Chase Utley did that live here, let's go, to, let's go back to Chase Utley, 2008, Phillies Parade, obviously they were having alcohol, so was Megan Rapinoe. She had a bottle of Vuv Clicquot, a really good bottle. Oh, I have I have Harry Callis right Let's here. Let's go Harry Callis introducing Chase Utley. 2008 Phillies World You Know What's. He does it day in and day out. Phillies second baseman, Chase Utley. World champions. That's going to set up a poll question today, Robin. Which F-bomb that was aired live, which they can't air. By the way, no other show can do this today. No, no, no. Nobody on regular radio will be able to do this. And that's why we welcome you to the uncensored, unfiltered, unedited, unexpurgated, unadulterated, uncola show. You know what the Uncola was, right, Robin? Yeah, I know. It was uh, RC, right? No, it was no, Sprite. Oh, Sprite, Sprite. Remember Sprite. the, uh, the yes. guy with the great voice? Un- the, 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 the really great Jamaican voice. dude? The Uncola. Ha, 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 ha. The Uncola. You know, Mark Matson at the Lakers parade back in the day? He just sang, who let the dogs out, though? He didn't drop an F-bomb. So here's the question of the day. At 215-462-TONY. 215-462-8669. Who dropped the better F-bomb? Megan Rapino or Chase Utley? And there have been other, <clears throat> you know, inadvertent. Right. I don't think these are scripted. I don't think Megan Rapinoe scripted the... <clears throat> we got to pull that out and make that a drop, though. Okay. Because we love the, to play these things when necessary on the show. Chase Utley or... Well, Dean says, not since Larry Bird said at City Hall Plaza in Boston, Moses, Moses Malone really does eat shit. Did he really say that? Do we have that on tape? Because I want to play these things today. Because they're going to edit it now. That happened on CNN Live and all the television networks and local stations. Fox 29 was carrying the parade live. And they're not on a delay on these events. Because they're not expecting profanity. So that aired live unedited. But now, obviously, anybody who plays it the rest of the day is going to edit out the profanity, right? Oh, yeah. They're going to bleep it, or they're going to cut it all together. It's an outrage. She said it. She meant it. It's a historical fact. They shouldn't take it out. Ridiculous, man. Now, I don't know if they actually have the... um, Do they have the audio of the Moses Malone thing? I don't know. That was back in the 80s, Robin. That's 1983. I don't even know if they, if they carried it live. We'd have to look for it. We'd have to do a deep Google search or some sort of deep search or some deep throat search. But, and Mark Madsen, I was there for that when he danced at the Laker parade. I mean, he made white people. He set white people dancing back generations. Because back in the day, in the 60s, when I grew up, white people could dance because it was great dance music. Mark Madsen now, in the 2000s with the Lakers set back white people dance moves forever. Even Denny Terrio was seen throwing up watching the great Mark Matson at the Lakers victory parade. It's ridiculous. Did Carly Lloyd drop a Fly Eagles fly? 
representing? I don't know. See, because I didn't get a chance to watch the whole thing. I know that we, we got the, the main cuts out there. But Carly Lloyd. And I, my, my Trevor other question, from the 203 says, yes, she did. Good for, good for her, because she's a local girl. And I love these women. I don't hate the women's soccer team. No. They're heroes to this country as far as sports is concerned. I don't care about their politics. They don't want to go to the White House. Here's the thing. She goes on, Megan Rapino goes on last night, and I'm not going to play the cut. And I'm, I'm, This isn't about, I don't really care what she says or thinks. I mean, it's her right to say it. That's what makes her an American. But it's also the other people who disagree with her's right to give their opinions. That's how free speech works. In the 67 years I've been on this planet, that's how it works. And I'm, I'm of the firm believer that you should talk to people that disagree with you. Because if, you're, if you don't, if you only talk to people that believe the same thing that you do, you're just preaching to the choir exactly. and nobody's learning anything new. So last night, and I just want to point this out, because this is, why, this is the only problem I have with Reg, Megan Rapinoe. I don't care if she steps on a flag. You know, she's facing the... the she's, she's not universally loved. Let's make that perfectly clear. Right. Normally on a day when you have sports heroes, whether it's your favorite team or whether it's a, an Olympic team doing something. And I remember back in the day, you know, during the Black Power salutes at the Olympics, when people were behind that. Because those guys were sending a message back in the times when the world was completely screwed up as far as race relations. Go back to the Berlin Olympics. You know, talk about oppression. Yeah. And what the American, especially the African-American athletes went through in Berlin, Germany, where the Nazis were really in full effect. Mm-hmm. So that's real repression and oppression. Oh, yeah. And, and then sticking it in the face of people who are the real oppressors. Now, fast forward to 2019. You have an opinion, which you're entitled to, and then you go on Anderson Cooper on, on CNN, which is fine. I don't care where she goes on, but she goes on last night to point out and when Anderson Cooper asked her about what would you tell the president that offends you about the Make America Great Again slogan, and instead of saying, well, I would like to have a chance to talk to him personally so we can discuss what I don't like and what I feel mm -hmm. and how I think he's keeping back or he set back the gay movement in the last right. two years, which he hasn't, there's absolutely no proof to the claim that I Donald know. Trump is anti, and I, I'm not. This is not me speaking for Donald Trump. I'm speaking as an American who hears all these things. If you have a legitimate argument, and you legitimately think that gay people, house for some reason, the last couple of years have lost any of their rights to do anything that they want to do, I don't understand it. So show it to me. I want proof. But she said she has her perfect right to believe that. But here's the problem that I have with her: is that if you're going to say this is what I don't like about it because you're anti-gay and you're anti-people of color and you're anti-immigrant and all the other things that are the mantra now of people who hate Trump is prove it. But then she says, I'm going to AOC, shout out to AOC. I'm going to go with Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and hang out with those people. You know why I'm going to go hang out with those people? Because I only talk with people that agree with me. That's the way the world has changed in 2019. Everybody wants to talk to people who are going to kiss their ass and agree with everything they say, but that's not how you resolve disputes in this world. You know, when you work for somebody, you're married, you have, you have siblings, you're not going to agree on anything or everything. Sometimes you do, but everybody's different. And so because 
You won't talk to the most powerful man in the world instead of addressing it to him on a TV screen on yeah. CNN. You're going to go to Washington. You I said mean, you weren't going to go to Washington or the White House. I don't care who goes to the White House. I really don't care who goes for these photo ops. I really, I, I don't, just don't really understand. care about it. I don't either. I mean, I like, I fine, go do all of that. But if you're really going to be an activist, step out of your comfort exactly. zone and step into somebody else's uncomfortable zone and come together. Don't tell me that you're bold because you went out there and won the World Cup. You're supposed to win the World Cup. You're the best team on earth. We expect you to do that because you're great and you're the best that there ever was playing women's soccer. And I think that anybody like that now has the opportunity to really bring people together rather than keeping on separating everybody. It's just, it's just frustrating. This is me. the thing. You have a disagreement with somebody. You're going to have the third party go tell them what to say about the disagreement? If you have a union that represents well, is, you, the you, union goes and says, this the rank and file say to the union, we don't like this. Go out and negotiate it for us. That's different because you're represent, somebody represents you. Megan Rapino represents herself. She doesn't re re represent the entire uh, lesbian community in the world. She's not, she doesn't speak for every person who's, who's gay or LGBTQ. She speaks for herself as a member of the team, and she has the right to do that and feel the way she wants. But to suggest that I'll only talk to people that agree with me, how are you going to resolve anything? And by the way, the people that agree with you can do absolutely nothing to change it other than beat the same drum and try to score right. political points in this world of everything's about politics, even like the mayor of New York getting you know up there and, and making of? bullshit claims. It reminds me of like elementary school when kids, uh, usually it's girls, but that's beside the point, um, when, they, when they have an argument with their best friend and they're like, I am not talking to you anymore. And they just like stomp off. And exactly, and, and that, like that's it, the it, thing that surprises it, me. So, but if you say this, I if you're honest, you. if you're honest about the situation, and you can take your hatred of Trump away from the discussion for at least thirty seconds and yes. think of it logically, how do you resolve differences? You resolve differences by talking to the people who have the differences with you. Yeah, I disagree with bosses I worked for, and then I would go and talk to them about it. That's how you resolve it. By and if way, you can't resolve it, you leave or they get rid of you. We have the Fly Eagles Fly. Thank you to, to um, Trevor from the 203 that just sent it to us. I have... Um, Harley Lloyd, Harley South Lloyd, Jersey's own. South Jersey's own, right here. Ooh, but New York? <laughs> New York, it's just as close, even though I'm an Eagles fan down in Philly. So, <laughs> Fly Eagles Fly! <laughs> I love yeah, these women. Just... These women are awesome. They're great people and great individuals. So I don't have hate for the women. I don't even hate Reagan Rapinoe. Ooh, I know you it's said Reagan. I, I did that in person. I did that <laughs> purposely, Robin. Rapino. Maybe I could become the head of the U.S. Soccer Federation and really get them equal pay. Tony Bruno, before it gets too late, because yes. I'm seeing the time, did you want to play the Harry Mays clip that he sent you before he comes on the show? Yes. Or maybe we'll play it as part of the uh, the conversation. Let's play it now okay. because our, our... All right, so that's my soccer segment. Yes. God bless these women. They can do what they want. They can speak their minds because we're in America, the greatest country on earth, where not everybody has to agree with one another, but we should at least talk to one another. And if you don't want to talk to somebody because they don't agree with you, then maybe that's your weakness. Don't tell me about boldness and strength. Yeah. When you don't have the strength to talk to the guy who's in charge of the country. But go talk to other politicians who are equally 
all about I mean, I have their found agendas. Throughout my life, that if I really, really dislike somebody, if they, if I've had issues with them. Even, That's why we have message I, boards and even Twitter. Even if I don't become best friends with them afterwards, <laughs> talking to them and understanding their point of view and and finding out why they said something or why they've done something, even if you if even if it doesn't resolve everything, it usually does resolve a lot. Exactly. Well, yesterday we'll get back to this later on. We'll take some calls on it. And we'll play the cuts again because we can play bad words. Yes, we can. And we're not playing them just because they're bad words. We're playing them because they happened, and we can play them. This is natural, orga- everything's organic, Robin. This is range-free, free-range, non-GMO, uh-huh. sustainable emotion on this show. Ooh. You like that? I like that. Thank you. That's why I'm uh, verified. Like that. on, that's why I'm verified on, uh, on Twitter. Meanwhile... Free range rants on this oh, show I too. Like yes, that. free range rants. <laughs> I do like that. Who gives a shit about politics? Harry Mays is coming on the show. Damn right, Harry Mays can rant with the best of us, and Harry's are organic as well. And Harry yesterday had one of the great rants. I'm going to wait for him to come on though, because I think this is something worthy of repeating. Because he did it on his show yesterday, and obviously we're we're on crossing the streams yesterday. But. Uh, of course, I, I'm getting messages now, and I'll address these, because I'm not. Everybody thinks I'm just... Because if you don't rip Trump, you're all of a sudden a Trump lapdog. That's not how the world works. That's how the people who hate Trump don't want to hear anybody else give an objective opinion, because then all of a sudden you're a Trump honk. That's not how right. the world works in fairness. Here, let's, uh, here's, a, here's a good point. I don't really like Trump. Yeah. I don't like the way he does things. I don't like the, the pettiness that I see... At least from my point of view, is is how I see him with the social media and stuff. I would actually sit down with him and tell him those things in a way that is not offensive, so that he can understand why I don't like it, and hopefully he can explain to me why he does it. Exactly. Let's go to the phones. Hang on a second. I, I have think to... that is that the boys in uh, on ninety-seven three ESPN. It's time for a little cross talk. Talk talk. Are we calling them or are they calling us, Robin? Are we on? Well, okay, we'll be on here in a second. By the way, uh, on a side note, objectively, Tom, when have you ever heard of Trump sitting down with anyone for an objective conversation with something he doesn't, someone he doesn't agree with? Just saying. Really? North Korea, Russia, China. Again, I'm not a Trump apologist, but please, use facts. Just use facts. I get you hate him. I get everything he does is wrong, and every day your life is in jeopardy, and the country's falling apart, and everything's bad. I get it. Yeah, you hate him. He's got to go. Hashtag this every single day. Good. If that's what makes you happy, and that's what gets your life going every day, and you need that kind of hatred for a guy who's a politician, then then you need to ha- explore your FYI, explore your we're life. coming in Out about the 15 seconds. Okay, well, that's why I'm like, I know I want to time it. I'll hear them coming on. You know, I mean, the bottom line is, all politicians are dirtbags. Another legend. Exactly. Yeah. Robin, what did you do? Was that your fault, Robin? That was my fault. I heard them talking, and then all of a sudden, I hear you talking, but you can't. So that now was we totally just totally my fault. Now we just lost. You were yelling at me to make sure we got there. I'm ready for the uh, segment. It's, I hear him, Harry and Aton talking. So, I was like, oh, we got him. No problem. Now, we're gonna, now they're going to have to go to a break. No, they're going to call me right back. 
go back to the let's go back to the line here, Robin. All right, now let's get him right on. Let's get uh, here. Yes. All right, guys, are you on? Yeah, hang on one sec. All right. I mean, Doug Peterson. Totally my fault. To figure out a way okay. to get Lane involved in it. Play. Absolutely. All right, we cross the streams, so we go to Tony Bruno, Miss Robin as well, live on Twitch, and yep. we are as well live on Twitch. And uh, Tony, Miss Robin, we appreciate it, and it's always a pleasure to cross streams with you two. Uh, Jim Ross, what's the first thing that comes to mind when Harry and I say Jim Ross, Tony? WWF, WWE superstar, Oklahoma Sooner great, Barb Jim's barbecue sauce, one of the greatest human beings, one of the greatest announcers to ever don a microphone. Do you don a microphone, by the way? Uh, certain people do. Yeah. I, I think Rush does. When it's gold and it's big like that in front of you. Well, I think you don it. No, when you put the lapel mic on, you're oh, donning it. You're exactly. exactly. Oh, you're putting I, it on your purse. Yeah, I didn't know that. Not Belladonna. That's different. She dons other no. things, yes, but well, uh, Harry. She dons a lot of things. And, yeah, you can Belladonna on me any day, Bella. That's yeah. fine. Not Della Dova or the other, anybody else with Della or Bella in their names. No. No, not Della. Not John DeBella either. No, no. not exactly. You're right. <laughs> we're, we're a far ways removed from the, from DeBella putting himself on anybody, all right? And now it's a real sl- we're going to have a real slop. Now, is he coming? did he already come on your show today, or is he coming on the show? No, 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 no he already came on. We, we, uh, we killed about 25 minutes with him before you. Oh, God, I, I love him. I always love having him on the show, and I'm glad you guys got him on. And obviously, well, we, did you talk about the Ultimate Warrior today at all? No, uh, no. See, this is the thing. is We knew we only had about 20 minutes with Jim Ross, and then with you, we figure that's where we fill in the cracks with all the great stuff that we miss. Exactly. Because I guarantee you got a couple of gems from either meeting him, interacting him, or somebody told you something about him. No, I mean, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's great. He's just fun to talk to. You know, the mm-hmm. stories, the history. See, I'm one of these guys who's older, and I respect guys who've been around and have stories to, and yarns to spin as well because they've been there, they've done that, and we watched and listened to them. Well, he came on the show um, a couple of years ago and told about how he credits Philadelphia fans for allowing, for giving him the motivation to continue working. Yes, he, he was, was about to. Yeah, yeah, he was about to hang it up. And when he came to Philly for a wrestling event, he felt the most. He felt that the love that people gave him, and he realized, you know what, I should still keep doing this. Well, and I think he, he was sick. He had, like, a Bell's palsy or Bell's something, palsy. right? Right, yeah. exactly, and, exactly. And yeah. it was because of the Philadelphia fans, he's like, you know what, I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep doing this. Um, and he f- eventually overcame the speech impediment, but um, he would he, he was ready to give it all up, yep. except for Philly fans. Exactly. Well, now he's going to be uh, in Philly on Sunday, Tony, doing his live podcast right around the corner from you at Dave & Buster's. No! Oh, we have to yeah. go Oh, i got to go see Jim. I gotta go over there. I gotta go over there and see him. Cancel all my Sundays. Well, he'll be there at one o'clock, pounding Moscow mules. That's what he said. That's all right. I'll be there right next to him. Well, you know, it's I'm not a Moscow mule guy because I I was not involved in Russian collusion to uh, interfere in the last election in 2016. (laughs) But you know, it's there's vodka and isn't vodka in Moscow mules? Yeah, yeah. They don't call it a Moscow. I think it's called a Leningrad mule now, Tony. Oh, okay. They changed it back. As long as it's not a Vladimir mule, yeah, that, that, that yeah. Sucks. there better not be any Vladimir vodka <laughs> well, being poured in those babies. If you use uh, Tito's vodka, it's called an Austin mule. Oh, ah. okay, that's awesome. Wait, isn't he playing for the uh, Tampa Bay Rays? I think he's one of the outfielders, isn't he? <laughs> no, Austin <I'm> just... Tito. <laughs> <laughs> no, Austin Mule. Come on, oh. man. 
Did you watch the All Star game? I was uh, dabbling. I was going back and forth. You know, not, not a lot. Of, those damn Dodger pitchers cost the National League a chance to win. <laughs> and how about Bieber was the MVP? Uh, yes. Bieber, baby. Justin Bieber was the MVP of the All Star. <laughs> I woke up seeing a headline: Justin Bieber. Somebody didn't know what the hell was going on. They tweeted it out. Yeah, there. I got. That's not Wait, we have some tape. Nineteen pitches. He sang this right after the game, live on Fox with Joe Buck last night. Baby, baby. Hey, that's uh, a great use of the open microphone. That's a great use of the technology. I'd rather hear that than Freddie Freeman go back and forth for another couple of innings. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, well, I, Harry, I got to give you love, man. I, I didn't hear the rant yesterday live, but uh, thanks to the magic of uh, podcasting and pulling audio clips, your summer league rant yesterday was better than Summer Girls by LFO, one of my favorite summer songs of all time. <laughs> is that LMFAO? LMFAO. No, no, no. That's, uh, that's the other group that where most of the, the lead singer had passed away, right? Remember oh, that really? was Yeah, remember that girl, Summer? I love it when the girls walk by in the summer. In the summer. I don't know that song. I've got to be Wait, honest. Wait, what group are we talking about here? Not LMAFAO. Not those oh, guys. Okay. okay. It was called I LFO. LFO was the group, and they had that song in the summer. In the summer. I like girls that? who wear Abercrombie and Fitch. You know, yeah, remember I that song? LMFAO. No, LMFAO is a different group, man. They're oh, the guys okay. are, like, screaming, and they're like the, the clown, clown posse guys. Like Insane. This is the song. In the summer. This is the song. In the summer. Yeah. 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 Oh, this, these guys are atrocious. Well, they're dead now. Like, I mean, so. now, now, okay, do you know what LFO stands for? All right, turn it down. Well. Turn that off. That's, uh, that's Luigi's favorite song, but he's not here today. Oh, jeez. Do you know what LFO stands for? Uh, I did, but I don't remember anymore because they're gone. Light, funky ones. Oh, God. I yeah. did not know that. Are you serious yeah. right now? That changes I'm dead things. serious. Doesn't that change things for you a little bit? Nothing changes. The light, funky People ones. change. Seasons change. Come on, man. But Harry... I figured you'd, you'd like that rant, Tony, because I know the way you feel about you know, a lot of things NBA. Well, it's not it's even not NBA, it's Harry. It's, it's not it's even garbage. about... I love the NBA. I just, I just... Even the commissioner today, you saw that. He's now saying, well, yeah. you know, maybe we should revisit this whole free agent, the way it works thing, when pretty much every deal before the deadline is even announced is already announced, and guys are working on it for six and seven months in advance, and then the whole facade of, at 6 o'clock, we're going to know. The only deal that was done after 6 o'clock was Kawhi Leonard, who waited a couple of days. Right. Well, I, I'll say this, though. Selfishly, as, you know, what we do here, and, and you all are able to do it where you can branch out beyond just Philadelphia stuff, and I can do that on the network. Harry and I clearly have, as you hear, we have the freedom to do whatever the hell we want. You're damn right. Well. But... Does it, uh, like, that gave me 10 days of content. What was my alternative? Mount Rushmore of All-Star games or breaking down the home run derby to, you know, the 50th time? It, it at least gave us something, right? I, I understand. I agree with you. But the whole thing, it's, it's just a premise. When you're a league, you know, the whole thing about tampering and the, the frozen envelopes and all the other things that this league has had to deal with over the years, which are conspiracy theories, the fact that you say, okay, at 6 o'clock, that's when it starts, and then with the right. great guys like Woj and guys who do this well and the agents tipping them off and the players tipping them off, I love to get the story before it happens, but then, but then there's no suspense. And I get it, it's good content, but it's also, and the one thing about this year, I'll say versus others, at least when Woj drops a Woj bomb, 
It usually happens. You got all these other hucksters out there who are just throwing stuff against the wall, and none of it happens, but nobody ever says anything to them. But Woj, everything he said, every single one of these moves was known months in advance. And I think that's the problem the commissioner has to deal with. I love it, but I wish it would trickle out day by day and not be over you know, in the first five hours of free agency, then, you know, everybody moved. Like you said, Kawhi was the only, really the only one of importance that, that, you know, let it go a couple more days. But what, speaking of, what do you think of the new Sixers lineup? I like Al Horford. Oh, I do, too. I think, you know what, you look around, and now if, if Westbrook goes to Miami down there, everybody's been saying Miami's out of it now. I'm not saying they're going to win an NBA championship, but people are saying, you know, well, look, at they got Jimmy Butler down there now, and, you know, they're going to be a seven seed instead of being in the NBA Eastern Conference semifinals like he was in Philly. But if Westbrook goes there, then Miami is not back in the mix for winning the, the whole thing, but at least they'll be a competitive team, wouldn't you say? Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I just I want the chaos factor. Well, there will be chaos. Of Westbrook and Butler. I mean, I, I want 20 seconds left on the clock in the middle of December and they're down three, and Westbrook launches from 30 feet out with Butler wide open and two guys on Westbrook, and it clangs off the backboard like <laughs> somebody trying to break a plate in the NHL All-Star game. <laughs> and just to watch Jimmy Butler's reaction to that, that's yeah. what I need. No, I, I, I listen, I love watching the games for that kind of drama. But all the drama now is not even on the floor. It's like, and I'll give the end, I said this yesterday here, the NBA has, has figured out what the NFL has done very well. They keep their league relevant 365 days a year. Nobody yep. does it better than the, N- than the NBA and then the NFL. The NFL has, the NBA has figured out that same formula. Let's throw this summer league out there. You know, the games right. end, and then you got the draft, and then you got free agency, and then you throw the summer league, which Harry loves. But, you know, Harry, I, I got to disagree with you about Did you see the Taco Fall line, the autograph line at the, at the UNLV arena yesterday for getting an autograph from the big fella? Well, yeah, I know Taco Fall from his days at UCF. Exactly. You know, when he when he got on campus as a freshman, he couldn't walk and chew gum at the same time. <laughs> but that's a great Seriously. story. So he's out there. So there's this long line at the uh, Thomas and Mack Center. I don't know what they, whether they call it that anymore, but it's UNLV's building, which was the right, biggest yeah. arena for a while. Are you guys watching our Twitch channel by any chance? Yes, we are. Okay, I'm going to play that, actually. I have, I have, I won't play the audio. I'll just play the video. Taco Fall, he says, there's a long line. Pete Rose was pissed off because... You know, normally he's had people standing in line for autographs in the forum shops on Saturday afternoons. And here's Taco Fall, who, by the way, didn't even have his own jerseys. He's signing Kyrie Irving jerseys. And he said, I have no, I have no gear to sign. People are standing in line, and he had nothing to sign. Oh, that's outrageous. It is an outrage. Wow. You know, I have to be honest r- real quick. It, it is shameful, the difference in presentation of our Twitch page and Tony and Miss Robbins Twitch twitch.tv slash Bruno Nation Live. What do you mean it's outright? Because Robin's here 20 hours a day. Robin's in here till midnight. No, but that's my point, is that I'm embarrassed for For days and eight times. For us. You're able to, like Miss Robin, I don't know how the hell you did it, but she went from having her face up there to putting this video that we've been talking about of Taco Fall up there. I can see the comments much bigger up below you, Tony. Uh, this whole, you've got the logo. This top looks left. like a professional yes. page. She learned from Cecil B. DeMille watching the Ten Commandments every year. 
What not he... Cecil be demented. No, no, not him. <laughs> not Cecil B. Moore. You know, I would be happy to offer my consulting services. <laughs> Robin, just for you guys. Robin's first tip is let's get it back to the Eagles like all consultants <laughs> do. Let's come in here and uh, let's get it back to the Eagles, guys. Have you broken down the schedule and which road game you'd like to go to uh, this year? <laughs> We are a program. We are a Philadelphia program director's nightmare on this radio show, Tony. We're any program director's nightmare on this show. We, well, we, that's we, true. We're like that's Jack true. FM. We do whatever the hell and play whatever the hell we want. Hey, we're getting the high sign again, Tony. We have to get out now. Oh, I thought some. Who's high? Who's smoking in the studio? Now, do you guys have I'm a... I'm always high. I am. Maybe, maybe in the break, I will. Maybe I'll, I'll light one up in the break. How about that? Oh, okay, because man. we're staying on with you on Twitch on the break. Correct. Right, right. right. You right, guys so have to go to a break? break. <laughs> All right, let's take we'll, it to break on radio. Yeah, we'll take it to break on radio. Tony and Miss Robin will hang out. Twitch.tv, Bruno Nation Live, Maze and Aton for us on Twitch. And this is the beauty of this segment is when we go into the break, we still stay live and interact. Before we come back, and Mike Gill hits your way at 2 o'clock, we'll chat with Mike at about 150 or so. Have either one of you seen Stranger Things? Yes. Robin has. I haven't seen. I, I tried to watch <clears throat> the very first episode a couple of years ago. And I was yeah. like, eh, eh. I, I can't yeah. get involved in shows that I have to donate. I, I don't binge watch anything anymore. I, I don't even binge watch porn anymore. Oh, jeez. I do wow. both. It's over. Tony, that is a major <laughs> statement right wow. there. Is, you you know. have moved on to a new phase in your life. Yes, I have. You don't have to binge watch. Just give me five good minutes, and I'm done. I binge watch everything. Five good minutes, that's Tony Kornheiser. <laughs> five good minutes. That's pardon the interruption. <laughs> You're listening to the Maze and Aton Show, presented by Dry Great. Guys of South... So now we're off the radio, but yes. we're still live on Twitch. Oh, Absolutely. beautiful. I didn't want to use any profanity while you were on the air or play the... <clears throat> Did you hear the no. Megan Rapino cut? We're clear now, right? No, Jack? I didn't see it. Do we have that? We're play clear. it again. She pulled a Chase Utley today at the U.S. Women's National Team celebration at City Hall in New York at the end of their ticker tape parade. She got up on the stage. By the way, the president of the U.S. Soccer Federation got up and didn't even pronounce her name right. She's only the most oh. famous female on the planet right now, and the guy doesn't even say her name right. Botches. Wait, did you say Rapinoe? Yes. Yeah. And now, you know, Nobody I understand. say her name right. But this guy runs the league. He's the one who's not paying them equally to the men. We take so much on our shoulders to be here today, to celebrate with you today. And we did it with a smile. So do the same for us. Please, I ask you. New York City. No, that was me in the background. Oh. All right, who had? Here's a good poll question: Who had the better f bomb, Megan Rapino in New York or Chase Utley, who was destroyed in this city of Philadelphia for I saying wor Chase. world fucking yeah. champions? Right? It there has to be. Chase. It has to be Chase because it was the most unassuming f bomb you've ever heard. Megan Rapino has been in everybody's face yeah. Yeah. And, and wanting to make sure that she's in everybody's face. <laughs> Jay Sutley was a ghost. Right. Nobody heard Jay Sutley speak before that. Exactly. Megan Rapino, she's been calling Donald Trump an MF -er for the last I know. Well, everybody has. I mean, that's, that's, like, that's like jump the shark. <laughs> Saying F Trump is jump. And there were people chanting in, the, in the, some bar in London or wherever it was right, on live right. TV, F Trump. So saying F Trump is like oh, the, so the 2016, that. man. 
yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's the thing. Like, it's, what's, what am I supposed to do right now? What am I supposed to do with this Megan Rapino thing? I mean, where, where is the call to action for me as a sports fan, right? There's nothing. I just, it's just entertainment, if you even want to call it that. Yeah. Listen, she has a right. I've said this a million times. She can say whatever she wants because it's right. America. But then right. people who don't agree with her can say what they want either. That's how it works in the world of tolerance. And, under, and the, the thing she goes on last night with, with uh, Anderson Cooper and says, hey, I'm not going to meet with Trump, but I'm going to meet with Chuck Schumer and AOC, and she gives her a right. shout-out. Basically, I will only meet with those people who agree with that me. agree with me. Exactly. Yeah. How does that yeah. solve any problems, Harry? How does that solve any problems, Aton? I, I heard I, that. I, I did radio shows like that for years. It didn't work. <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> I heard that very same thing, and she lost all credibility when she said that. Exactly. Again, she can do whatever she wants. God bless seconds. her. But the bottom line is, I don't have to agree with everything she does. I don't hate her. She's, a, right. she's the greatest. That's the greatest team ever assembled. And they did it, and then they kicked ass. Other than that, yeah. you know, it's just like the Tri Raptors win, the Stanley Cup. Uh, the Raptors win the NBA. Three days later, nobody outside of Toronto cares. Now even Toronto doesn't care because that whole team has been destroyed. <laughs> That's right. Right. That's right. Yeah, I wonder what people in Vancouver are going to do now that they don't have a team that they can claim 3,000 miles away. Well, they're waiting for the Canucks season to start. That's yeah, they're waiting for right. the Canucks to either win or lose. They riot whether they win or lose in Vancouver. It's, it's, a, it's a good way to deal with things. This way you don't know, people don't know whether you're mad or whether you're happy. They well, riot no matter what. A lot of people are stoned out there, too. Last time I went to Vancouver, it, it was like I couldn't believe how many people. 40 seconds. State of, of, what would you call it? Malaise? Well, that's negative, Malaise. right? No, yeah, that's kind of a negative connotation. By the way, it, it, euphoria. in yeah, case euphoria. anybody was wondering like, what that sound was in the background. That's walk-up stuff. When that's... people are Twitch followers, they get their own uh, walk-up music or their own walk-up sound. Yes. Nice. If, we, if we, got seconds. Recent, we got 20 seconds left. 20 seconds, I had nothing. That's it. All right, we'll chat next I've week. shot my rod, right, so to speak. Uh, <laughs> go see Jim Ross on Sunday. I will. I'm definitely going to go over there. And I go think. watch Stranger Things. Nah, I don't. I'm, I'm not right. going to watch that. No, stuff. it's fantastic. They smoke I'm too many you. cigarettes in there. I can't watch kids smoking go. cigarettes. All right, boys. Yeah, they should be there they are. Harry Mays, Aton Chander, ladies and gentlemen. The weekly What Up Wednesday get-together. How great was that? Now, anybody that would like to follow oh. Mays and Aton, please do so uh, on your Twitch app as well. You just go to Mays and Aton, click the purple heart for them as well. You can subscribe to them if you would like. Um, they need a little help with their, uh, their, their followers. Exactly. Well, they're doing an over-the-air show, and they're also on Twitch for the video content. And so we're doing a Twitch-only show, and you can hear the audio content on other streaming services. But Harry are doing it the way a lot of radio stations. Up in Boston, the Sports Hub, one of the mm -hmm. most popular sports stations in America, they do their radio show over the air on their station, and then their, their video content is streamed on Twitch. <clears throat> so a lot of people who are traditional radio people are utilizing Twitch as well, and then there are people who are exclusively on Twitch like right. we are. We're not over the air. But, you know, we are. We were just on the air, for example, in 97.3 FM. Absolutely. So this show can be done. And then you notice when we're on regular radio, I know we're on regular radio, so I can't play the Megan Rapino unedited cut, right. nor Chase Utley's cut. And that's the advantage of having the freedom, free, to and do what I want. if you're watching a terrestrial radio, or if you're listening to terrestrial radio, it's great to be on Twitch at the same time so that you can continue listening during the commercial breaks. Exactly. So 98.5 in Boston... 
they do the morning show, Touche and Rich, so that's on. And there's a lot of radio stations now who understand the importance of having video content as well. And so they don't have to, like, our show looks like it's, you know, almost a professional broadcaster. I, I look like Mission, if you watch the moon landing <laughs> anniversary shows this summer. I should take coming a photograph. Up, of- it looks like... What was it that Wally Shara at Mission Control in Houston Actually, during on. the lunar landing I'm gonna did take not a have as many things in front of him as I do. He had a little black and white screen worrying whether Neil Armstrong had actually landed on the moon and put his foot down off the ladder. It's unbelievable. And that's technology. I feel like Larry Ferrari at the organ on Sunday mornings on Channel 6 back in the day, except he only had one organ. I've got one, two, three, four, five. I feel like I have a drum. I feel like Ginger Baker and Cream with a drum set where I have like things all over the place and I'm just banging them. Cymbals, tom toms, snare drums, double snares, high tops, 16 sets of cymbals. That's what I feel like here. You know what I'm saying? Robin's not the chair's falling apart. I know. If I had a camera that I could pan while yeah, we I need did, one of those. Uh, we need one of those. What do you call it? Those <laughs> yeah. uh, jibs. You know those jib cameras. Unfortunately, I can't move any of these cameras. The webcam. We need a drone. I... We need to. Oh, look, you... we, we need to put a drone <laughs> yeah, above right. us and then shoot down from above. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what we need. Uh huh. <laughs> One more thing for me to do during the show. Now, we haven't played any of the songs that I've been dropping today, Robin, even though we have our new, uh, we're using well, now. Well, I just realized something. What? One of the, so we love the Spotify option. Yes. Spotify, however, was only giving us a multi-device for one week. What? Yeah, and but we're switching over because the Amazon Music, as much as we love it, it does not allow us By to the way, have they the both playlist. charge you. It's not like right. it's a free service. It's, they give you a taste, and then you got to pay for right. it. And we pay for whatever we need, we, and we have people who we help us. We're paying for Amazon Music because we love the versatility of it. But Spotify has that special app so that when we're playing something on the show, it'll show the playlist of what we played on our Twitch page automatically. So then people can go back right. and then download all so the songs and listen to them I wanted Spotify. to try it out before buying. You know, you rent before you buy. And... Um, and we like it. So now I need to switch over. We're going to cancel the Amazon Music or, or at least not. No, pay don't for cancel it. Let it run out. Well, I mean, what I'm saying is that we're not going to pay for the multi device thing. And, and Amazon so- Music isn't free with Amazon Prime, which is surprising. Thank you. Lex Holler is now following. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Yeah, the Amazon the Amazon Music regular is free with Amazon Prime. So we get that automatically, but we got the Amazon Un- unlimited. unlimited. Where you have more access right. to more songs. And right. that, hey, listen, that's the way the world works. Not everything's free. I'm free to do what I want. You got to play that song, Robin. Free. They use that in a lot of commercials. Let me do it, Tony. I'm free to do what I want. In the old time. Who did that song now? Now I can't think of it. One small step for man, one giant pain in the ass for Robin. That's our setup here. Thank you, Swedish ship. The soup dragons, not the soup Nazis. They've been banned from civilization. You notice the soup Nazi is not cool anymore? Remember on Seinfeld, the soup Nazi, no soup yes, for you, yes, guy? Yes. No, no soup for you. No soup for you. Is this it? Yo. Wake up, different day, same style, same attitude, same type of dude, same smile. No, it's free. I know, this says free to do whatever I want is what the song title is. The 
I don't know if this is the version. It may be. This may be just the beginning. Try to change me. I know that I may be a little unorthodox at times, but that's just the way life made me. Hey, I was born with just me. When I die, it's just me. Understand that I don't give a nephew see. Oh, I like that. But this isn't the song I was thinking of. Okay. This isn't the Soup Dragons, Robin. Okay. Who is this? Is this Soup Dragons? Was the, who is? is Soup the, Dragons are, are the artists. Okay. This is uh, the entertainment. Robin, I'm I, I'm I'm looking for I, I, Soup I hate, Dragons. I hate to do it to you right now, and it's we're actually almost an hour in, so this is pretty early for Robin to get the first one, her first one of the day. <laughs> soup Dragons. I'm free by the Soup oh, here Dragons. We go. Jesus, I got it. Robin. You know the song. They use it in a million commercials. Yes. Damn it. I'm free to do what I want. That's what we do every day. We're free range radio, yo. I like that title. We should call ourselves free range radio. I do. I like it. <laughs> Damn right. I say love me. Yeah. Later on, we'll play I'm Free Fallen by Tom Fatty because this show tends to go off the clip regularly. This is an underrated, uh, underrated song, Robin. Well, I think, uh, I don't think it's that under, I think people are living by this motto. In yeah, but I'm saying this song is an older song. But it means more now than ever. This isn't yeah. a new song. What year was this out? These guys are from Scotland? I don't know. The Soup Dragons, Robin. The Soup Dragons. Okay. Isn't that a place on 7th Avenue around 32nd Street between the block underneath the scaffolding in New York? <laughs> Martin0713 is saying that the best song by them is Divine Thing. We'll have to do a block of uh, Soup Dragons, maybe on the Friday night thing. I believe we have agreed now, Robin, based on how everything will work out with my uh, Fanny doctor appointment on Friday. Yes. By the way, it is a final now at Wimbledon. To the shock and surprise of no one, guess who's going to the semifinals of the men? Who will be going to the semifinals, uh, Tony? Some guy named Rafi something. <laughs> Here, here's Divine Thing. This sounds exactly the same as the other song. Yeah, this is not as good. <laughs> Nadal wins 7 5, 6 2, 6 2, beats Sam Query. And he moves on now. Now, Federer had a tough matcher, a much tougher match earlier in his quarterfinal matchup against uh, the gentleman from Japan. Yes. The eight oh. Kai. Kai. Uh... Kai Nikishor, Nishikori. Nishikori. Hi. Nishikori. Nishikori. Hi. Moshimoshi. Um, D. Conrad says, organic free-range radio, O-F-R-R. -R. I like it. Offer. Offer? I didn't even kiss her. Why would I offer? <laughs> this isn't a snuff film, after all. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> we need to get that right yeah, away. Exactly. Free-range free range radio. Free-range radio. Speaking Wait, of jingles. F-R-R, free. It like almost says free. Yeah. And now somebody's going to steal that and start their own Twitch Damn. channel. Sons of bitches. You better not steal all of our great ideas that we throw out there every single day. I need to get rich finally on some of my ideas. 
You see what my boy Raj Grobes does there, the producer of the morning show in no. Los Angeles on is, ESPN? Yeah, he just takes everything and then puts it under his he account. Has a, on, on Wednesdays, he does a he posts the board of his sound drops, and they do all request sound drops in Los Angeles on Morning Drive. Well, we can do that. I know, I, but... I just need to get my shit together. Where did he get that from? Where did Raj and where did Chris Morales, who's also part of that show, Obviously, get that it from? is you. They're stealing my steelo. See, now, I could sue them, like a lot of people do, but I don't. That's, a, that's an homage. I actually joked with him this morning when he did it. I wrote, Outrage, my lawyer will be in touch with you right after the show. But then I also said, now, I'll let you off the hook if you pay homage and drop in some of my classics on Keyshawn Johnson's morning show out there in Los Angeles. That's the least you can do, right? Absolutely. I like the big balls that they get signed now at the uh, Wimbledon. Did you see that? They have, like, big fake tennis balls. Green balls. And you know we love balls on the show. So instead of have people having to get real tennis balls, do you see those things? Look at yeah, those. Yeah, they're, they're like uh, quadruple the size. They're big balls. Big balls. I'm talking big ass balls right there. They like fit in the palm of your hands. They're like bigger than a softball. Who came up with that? Is that Slazinger? What's I don't that, know, but I like it because then you can, get, you, can, you can fit way more than just like one or two exactly. uh, autographs on it. It's there. like golf balls. When you get a golf ball autograph, there's no room to autograph it. That's why Tiger Woods autograph balls are so expensive because, you know, it's hard to sign. Anyway, that's your memorabilia portion of the program. So Federer advances, and uh, basically Federer will be in his 45th major semifinal, Nidal, his 32nd major semifinal, and, uh, of course, they'll be playing in a couple of days. So what is that logo on top of the hat now? Because I know he's a Nike guy, Nadal, but he's got looks like horns up there. What are those things? They do look like they look like a... Uh... Is that some satanic symbol? Is he part of Jeffrey uh, Epstein's uh, satanic cults on his sex island? How come I never went to the sex island? You know how many times I've been near that sex island but never went there, Robin? You know we've, where that, that gone, island is. We've gone by it. We've I know. sailed by it. Because that's not far. It's right in the U.S. and British Virgin Island area. Yes. There's all those islands there. Now, here, Tony, I just wanted to put it on the screen really quick while I finally got it. So this is Tony's uh, operation. There it is. Mission control. Yes. Houston, we have a problem. But today we have it figured out. I believe that space shuttle astronauts and all the astronauts and all the people who work at NASA are now looking at the show and saying, you know, we could put somebody on Mars with this operation. Now, Tony, explain what does what. I have no idea. No. <laughs> now, this computer right here is Luigi's computer, and that's where I can play the music from and also it's search. It's not Luigi's computer, actually. It is the computer that the fabulous... Oh, no, that's right. Luigi's computer is yes. up here. Yes, This is the Acer that we got from one of our great listeners. The fabulous Roger Brown. Roger Brown sent this, and because we couldn't utilize it to, to stream the show... We now have found a purpose for it. Yes. And that is we can actually download music or play music from our Spotify playlist. Exactly. So I can search for songs and play them so right has, from here. It has enough oomph exactly. to, to live stream Spotify. And so I have uh, audio from that computer going into the board right. so that you can play audio from there. But that's every all Every day. You see, we're, every day handle. we're trying every day to make this show better okay. and easier. So then, then, then we have my tablet which is my Samsung Galaxy. That's an old which, sucker. Which only lasts, like, if I unplug it from the power supply, dead. it'll be dead in 10 seconds. Yeah. Sort of like most guys in my age. So it needs to be plugged in so at all So it's always times. plugged in, but it still works. And that's where I get to see the Twitch stream and all the chat boards and people talking to us and going back and forth. 
And then I can see how many people are watching, how long they're watching, and all the. And then I can look in your bedroom and spy on you, like Siri does, <laughs> and like like Alexa does. I can see when you're naked. Oh, I can see when you're under only. the bed. So then, then the small iPad. Then this, the small little iPad here. That's Luigi's. That's Luigi's, where he has a lot of the sound. And the only reason like, you're me outside, right. yeah. And the only reason you're using that is because you, even though we have all those sound drops, you have not downloaded them onto your board. And my board is here, which is an older. See, I have all the. I'm not a guy who has to buy a new iPad or an iPod every year. This one, this baby right here. This is what a 10 incher. Yeah. And Luigi I, has a smaller one. Yeah, he has the mini. And I have, and this, I take this on planes with me, but the battery doesn't last long on that either. And that's yeah, what no. happens when they get this older. This is the first generation, and it definitely needs to be upgraded because it will not take any new updates uh, from Apple. Because so, they're getting rid of the, uh, yeah. the whole iOS thing, right? Right. So you know what that is, don't you? It's an outrage. It is we're, an outrage. We're hopefully not going to lose out on that one because the soundboard's on there. And then. All and then the on way this over. side, all the way to the right of me, if you're looking from home or to your left, that would be my right. Am I right? I have the actual video stream of the show that I can watch now whenever Robin plays something, whenever we do, she casts something to it. So it then is, we have t- it is two actually TVs. screened. It is screened. It's screening. The, that big uh, Mac is screening what is on my screen. So, Tony, if I'm playing video or something, he can see what I'm doing rather than... Uh, wow, going wow, blind, wow, wow. and then I mean, behind it's, it's Tony, there's and a you get a sound pad, <laughs> and you get an iPad, and you get an iPad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So behind Tony is a big screen TV. Behind me is a small screen TV. We got uh, everything. We need. We need a couple. We have a fireplace over there for ambient. <laughs> uh, just, for ambient. The. It's seriously crazy. People are. People want to come down here now. People want to come down here. We yeah. may have to turn this into a dungeon, too. We, we, we got a chance to go out last night and have some cocktails at the, the fabulous Moshaloo. I know. And some people might remember the, um, the real estate agent that we had Melissa on. Leonard. Melissa Leonard. We the ran into her Melissa. last night. She, has, she was the one who had the property up in Montgomery County with the people who were trying to sell their house, but it had a sex dungeon in the basement. Yes, and it was advertised that way. Yes. They actually purposefully advertised it. And it became Look, a big deal because yeah. they started putting pictures of it. So we, we got an update from her last night at this party. It was not really a party. It was like a little get-together, cocktail reception, some good food at the Moshaloo, good people, the great homemade delish, put it together. It was a fun night. Nice night out on the deck of the Moshaloo. Great ship, downtown Philly on Penn's Landing. Saw a couple of floating bodies go by, but, you know, hey, that's what happens. You know what they say here in Philadelphia, Robin. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Exactly. Now, Dean is asking, Robin, in the photo, what's hanging on the wall that says wine? That is a wine print, and it's wines from around the world, and it has a description of every all the different types of wine exactly. that are out there. So Sauvignon Blanc, and then it says, you know, that, the Malbecs that is where it's from, that the herbal character with apple or pear. Mm-hmm. Then you got um, Pinot Noir. Um, then, then you got usually Riesling. from the Bordeaux or New Zealand region. And then the Beaujolais Nouveau, which is the newer they, they put those out every year in France. The very nouveau means fresh, new. Si. So the Beaujolais, oui. you drink right away. It's not one of those wines that you keep around and store it. You drink Beaujolais Nouveau new. Correct. Not used. Yeah, because it doesn't taste, well, it doesn't, it it doesn't, doesn't improve up. the fra- flavor if you exactly keep it. Exactly right. Meanwhile, we got other stuff to get to today, too. So we gave you the ticker tape parade. We gave you the NBA update. And uh, we got baseball. The Major League Baseball All-Star Game. We didn't get to that, Robin. No, we did not. Oops. I mentioned Bieber, the MVP, not Justin Bieber. Shane Bieber 
An interesting story. Right-handed pitcher for the Cleveland Indians. He wasn't even on the team. They put him on there at last minute because Mike Miner of the Texas Rangers, who was supposed to be on the team, made the team, obviously, but then he couldn't. He wasn't eligible to pitch in the All-Star game because he pitched on Sunday. And so instead, of, he was there, but he didn't pitch. So instead, Shane Bieber was in the bullpen. And what's interesting is, even though he didn't get the win, he was named the MVP. And the reason, I'm sure it had to do with the fact that he was in Cleveland, and obviously the guy got a 1-2-3 inning when he pitched in the fifth. American League was up 4-1. to one. National League comes back because the Dodgers' best pitchers couldn't keep the damn game close. And the National League came back, made it a one-run game. And so Shane Bieber is the first pitcher who was MVP of the All-Star game since who? Mariano Rivera in the 2013 All-Star game. He's only the fifth pitcher to get the MVP of the All-Star game in 40 years because they don't normally give it to a pitcher because they use so many different guys. Each guy pitches an inning. So last night they gave it to a pitcher. And what's interesting to note here, he's also the third pitcher who won the MVP in his home ballpark. Pitching, obviously, at Progressive Field in Cleveland. Pedro Martinez with the Red Sox won it at Benz. Fenway Park, for those of you who are not really baseball uh, literate, in 1999. And, of course, Sandy Alomar Jr., the last time the All-Star Game was in Cleveland, in 1997, was named the MVP of the All-Star Game. I'm playing a little Bieber, just, you know. Yeah, this is a good Bieber song. I'm sorry, not sorry. This should is not be bad. sorry. Bieber's got talent. I mean, he's a talented kid. Yeah. He's a strapper. He's a, you know, he's a strapper. I hope he he's grown out or ha, is growing out of that disturbed phase. Remember, Justin Timberlake, back in the days when he was in the boy band, you know, he's emerged as a superstar producer, entertainer. Yeah, but Justin Timberlake never did the stupid shit that well, remember, Bieber did. Go back to, go back to uh, what's her face? The girls that were hot. Oh, yeah, Britney Spears not, did not a lot of stupid I mean hot physically. Shit. I mean, they were the hot numbers. Uh, Christina Aguilera. Christina Aguilera was was dirty in the beginning, remember? Her image was a little bit... Yeah, because she had the song... Right. Her first hit was uh, I'm a Genie in a Bottle song. I'm very, a Genie in a Bottle, Yeah, which is baby. a very suggestive song. So, so remember, Britney Spears was the clean girl. Yep. You know, Disney-esque. Yeah. yeah. And then, well, Christina was on that show as well. I know, but, but everybody she, thought of uh, everybody thought of Christina Aguilera as, yeah, she's dirty. Yeah, she's, she's that young dirty girl. Right. And then you had, and then and then we and saw then what happened. Found out we were totally wrong. And then you saw what happened. And then Britney went through the whole stage where she was uh, revolting and showing her underwear and marrying guys for a day, and you know, all pe- young people go through crazy shit. And then they grow up and they and realize some that does. And then uh, and then they grow up sometimes. Ridiculous. Sometimes. Sometimes. Now, um, we, before I forget, we were talking about old radio shows and jingles and mm-hmm. things like that. There is something that I didn't even know existed. It is a YouTube video. Because yesterday, Robin, I told you I had the mug, which I have behind me, and my son had it down in Maryland from my days at WCAU. It's actually 30 years ago this year that I was the morning guy at the old WCAU 1210 here in Philly, which was talk radio. It was news talk, and then we went full talk in 1989, and they made me the morning guy. And that was really my first 
show named in my name where they had jingles made for me. Right. You know, because I was a sports guy. But then they liked the way I interacted with the people who worked there. And the general manager one day came to me and the program director, Grant Tannum, said, hey, you know, you're really good. You're really quick on your feet. We want to do a new show here. We we got a competitor on FM, WWDB, and they're the number one talk station in town. And we're going to flip from all news, news talk, to just talk radio. And we're going to revamp the lineup. We want you to be the morning host. So it was like basically like what I'm doing here. It's like I was running a spaceship because I sat there. I had the board in front of me. I had all the carts. I had to run the commercials. I had to run all the volumes. I had to bring up the network at the top so of the hour. you didn't have a board op or anything? No. I ran my own board. And I had every, I had to load the commercials and then I had to bring up CBS network at the top of the hour, exactly at the top and talk it up. And then I had Captain Bill in the helicopter doing traffic. So I'd have to bring him up on a separate fader. So So for you ripping me. There was nobody helping No, we had an engineer in the other room, but he didn't run the board. Wow. Because the engineer union back then, they didn't, you know, they were just there. They were, they were grandfathered in. So I'd have a guy sitting in the other room just watching. That is ridiculous. (laughs) And that's why they blew that station up eventually because CBS wanted to get rid of all these unions that they were paying money for people who weren't doing Doing anything. anything. And then they had a huge news department. And so they, they wanted to get rid of the news department. So what CBS did, even though we were doing well in the ratings, and I was doing the mornings and Frank Rizzo was doing afternoons, we did zany stuff. You know, I did spaghetti breakfasts. Well, here, I did all kinds of crazy stuff. It was is, a lot of fun. This is a video commercial for WCAU, and you will see Tony with hair. Well, I, I, didn't, I had a bald head in the middle. I wasn't doing a comb over. Well, is that a comb over? It's funny. Don't use the caffeine from the decaf. But don't, do you tell people you drink decaf yes. when you're drinking coffee? Yes. You want that? Bruno in the morning on WCAU Talk Radio 1210. Well, they had plenty of warning. They had plenty of warning. If you remember, it was defeated. Mary Mason, noon to three on WCAU Talk Radio 1210. Like I said, Victor, do you think he could come down in South Philadelphia, in any neighborhood, and burn a flag? It would hang him there. And Frank Rizzo, afternoons on WCAU Talk Radio 1210. There you and have I it. I even had my own jingles and stuff. Yeah. Do you have the Bruno in the Morning jingle? I do. Hang on just a second. Crank that baby up, Robin. Hold on. You hold know on. who else did middays? We had a guy named Alan Burke. Old guy, but he was he was crazy. And he was he was a genius. And he was a lot of fun. I learned a lot from Alan Burke. No longer with us, but an amazing talent. Was in Cleveland, did talk radio forever. Yes, that's Frank Rizzo's the crumb bomb guy. That was a lot of fun because that was, you know, when I talk about all the jobs and all the things I've done in my career, to me, that was my favorite job because I got to do everything. I wasn't a sports guy. I was a sports guy who did talk. I did politics. I interviewed politicians. I had my own traffic guy, Captain Bill, in the helicopter I'd go to a couple of times an hour. I had Don Henderson, who was my sports guy. I had the great Steve Highsmith who was doing news. I had Herb Clark, the venerable Herb Clark, who was the Channel 10 weatherman, who would call into the morning show and do the live forecast. So it was what we called full-service radio stations that really don't exist for the most part anymore. So it was fun, and they promoted everything. We had the Phillies. We had reel-to-reel machines. We had everything, man. That was a and lot we, of fun. There are s- these old tapes that we have, but we the thought... The lost tapes, the yes. Lo- we, we have some old reel-to-reel tapes that we need to transcribe, but we do not have a reel-to-reel machine that works anymore. Yeah, that we reel-to-reel we on the back there, is, we bought it from yeah. somebody. Somebody had a radio station, and then I got it, and it doesn't work. Yeah, so now we're... And we're I can fix anything, but I can't fix that. Well, we need to find somebody that, that we can send the tapes to, and we don't want to pay the outrageous prices that they... No, I need a new reel-to-reel, yeah. and it can hold 12-inch pies... 
Hello. And then I also need a cassette tape because I had a cassette deck. So I got cassettes and reel-to-reels, boxes of them that I have to go through. But I don't really care. You know, it's not because I want to pay homage to myself, but there's so many things that I've done. And by the way, you know what else today is anniversary it is, Robin? Today is like 30 years since I did mornings at CAU, but that wasn't my first job. That was like 20 right. years into the business before I got to do a morning show on the CBS. You talk about a clear frequency, 1210, you could hear all over the country. People would listen to it well, in Florida and all over the place. Let me play this really quick. I, I don't have it queued up exactly, but you're going to hear some of the old WCAU 1210 jingles. Oh, let me hear and then the it jingles. goes, And then it'll go into one of yours. Oh, let me hear it. Bruno in the morning. WCAU Talk Radio 1210. So that, that was yours. Do you yes. want to keep going some of the old ones? Yeah, let me hear it. WCAU Fifty thousand watts. Blowtorch, baby. WCAU FM Philadelphia. All right, then that's, you know, those are great jingles. But back in the day, they had these professional companies like PAMS. One company was called PAMS. They were in Dallas, Texas. And all the top radio stations would send their executives down, and they would meet with the singers, and they would present the jingle packages for them to read. And these people would read and sing the jingles for millions of stations. That is so awesome. cool. Jam. They were, you, they were really... You never hear jingles PAMS. anymore. No, some stations do them, but everything's gone cheaper because somebody points out here, I think it's... Uh, the Swedish Chef. Now you go into these iHeart buildings, there's 12 radio stations and four employees. You know, that's the way the world changes. Everything's consolidated. So we had massive news departments. I had producers. I had all kinds of great people working around me when we did morning radio back in the day. Uh-huh. Now there's like two people. It's like, like us doing this show, except these are major radio stations. They're not a Twitch channel on, online. So it's, it's amazing, and it was a lot of fun. I do have uh, the ability, though. The one machine I do have, and I want to thank Bob from Valley Forge for offering to convert my VHS porn tapes to DVD. <laughs> I mean, I already have one of those. And I've had those all converted. Because you can't have VHS Have you in. converted them all? Not all of them. But I have a lot of little mini DVs that they don't sell anymore. Remember the, the, uh, the camcorder I had that had the DVCs, the little cassettes in them? Well, mine finally died. And you can't find a replacement one. because And there's no way to... Uh, to Transfer those mini DVs. I know it's an outrage to, to DVD or even to digital, and that's so I have all these tapes of things from my travels all over the world, and they're on that format. And we've looked everywhere, and I cannot find. It's called DVC, and they fed and they and they were there, in Panasonic there are companies cord. that you can send it to. I am sending that to get pulled because I don't know. I looked on eBay. I looked everywhere. Home movies. You you still have no? I have trips and. Italy. When I went to Italy with my mom and hung out with my cousins and went all over the place. Now, That's you, all on the mini DVs, and I can't dub those. AJ Marcus is asking if you got a degree in mass communication. No, that was actually not what your degree was in. No, it was journalism and, and political science. Yeah. So when people rip me for making a political comment, I've been covering sports and politics and, and news for 50 years. So please spare me the who are you to make a comment. I'm an American. That's what I am. That's who I am. I make a comment because I have the right to. I don't have an agenda. I don't work for any political party. I don't have a blog where I sell you shit about politics. 
I don't sell bump. I, I should have my own bumper stickers and stuff, but it won't have anything to do with a candidate or any political party. I despise the Democrats and Republicans equally. So please, Jesus. You know what's really interesting? So because of Ross Perot passing away, yes, um, and I it reminded it brought back memories, and I didn't remember exactly until I started thinking like, okay, what year was that? And I'd come back from Guam. I was a new mom. Uh, my son Christian had just been born, and I carried it. It was my first time voting. In 1992 was your it first election? It was my election? first election to vote for president because prior to that, the previous election, I was in Guam, and I didn't do an Isn't absentee. Isn't Guam a U.S. territory? It is, you couldn't I, vote there? But it would have been an absentee ballot, okay. ballot. So I didn't do that then. So this was my first time voting, and I didn't li- I, Clinton was already creepy to me. Um, he I was got going the, on playing saxophone. Know, he was the first guy to utilize television. Yeah, but I really, really well. Because when, remember, he went on Arsenio and he played the saxophone. Absolutely, brilliant, a, brilliant, brilliant he, campaign. He was a. It was a brilliant campaign. He was a great talker. But um, I saw through the whole thing. I, to me, I believed the women who were coming out at the time, even though they were all poo-pooed and made out to look like they were crazy. And I just couldn't vote for him. Um, I didn't like Bush Sr. Mm-hmm. And I voted for I thought everybody liked Bush Perot. back in the 80s. Come I, on, I, I mean, that was his 90s, of, I'm sorry. I was one of those people that voted for the third party, Ross Perot. And I had Christian in a little, like, front pack with me. And, uh, and it's interesting. If you look back, you look at Ross Perot's videos back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I was watching some of them online. yet Because I remember it vividly. Like yeah, I was, it was watching yesterday. some of them like, God, I remember And he those. was ripping NAFTA, yeah. saying it's going to hurt the country back then. And people laughed at him and thought he was a nutcase. A lot of the stuff he said in 1992 has actually come home to roost. Yet people thought of him as some wacky Texas billionaire yeah. who didn't know what he well, was talking I think, about. I think because his, he was a businessman. I think his voice also hurt him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. People just couldn't take him seriously. Well, I did. But, but you know, I was like really young, 23 or whatever I was at the time. And a lot of people said, oh, you don't know what you're doing. Why are you voting for that idiot? See, I didn't. When I, I actually was, knew what I was doing. Exactly. But, but people say, I, don't, I didn't like to cover. I covered elections in Philadelphia. I covered mayoral elections. I covered city council elections. So I, Andrea Mitchell and I were covering City Hall together back in the day when I was a young reporter. Because I started as in the yeah. news business, on the news side. You know, there weren't sports stations. There were people who did sports reports. But when I started in the business, I was a newsman. Yeah. I wrote the news. I delivered the news overnight on WFIL. I wasn't a disc jockey. I was a news guy. Yeah, I remember when we were packing up the house, uh, packing up a lot of these old awards that you had gotten. I was like, what the heck is this for? And it was for an award that you got. Um, in 1973, I yeah. won my first journalism award in Philadelphia by the Philadelphia Press Association for best spot news reporting. Here I am, 21 years old, and I, and I beat all these seasoned reporters in Philly. And I didn't, I didn't by the way, you don't submit them yourself. Your news director, your company submits it. And I didn't even know I was submitted for an award. And then I won it, and I was honored. So I've been around the business, and I've covered a lot of things. Politics is part of life. But I'm not obsessed by it like some people are. I make a lot of dumb comments on Twitter. Not really dumb. Most of my comments are sarcastic shots at people who say stupid stuff. Yet when when you do that, and you say some things that are silly, and they're sarcastic intent, people, oh, my God. Oh, I I used to like you, Tony. What the hell happened to you? <laughs> Those what are my happened favorite. to you? Nothing happened to me. Something happened to you. 
I've always been the same. I've always said the same things. I've always felt the same way. I've always been about people are all the same to me. I don't care about any of the other nonsense and agendas and narratives. I don't buy any of that crap. <sighs> Bob from Valley Forge says, I just put Tony's WFIL playlist up on the Tony Bruno Facebook page. My playlist? There's a playlist from FIL? Well, I had the albums. They were the Summer of Love albums. They had a lot of albums. I got the coffee mug. I even have a WFIL keychain I still have. The keychain that looked like a, a flower because everything was like, you know, back then in the 60s, it was all flower power and hot pants and chicks with hot pants. and Quaaludes. You know, quaaludes, looted out chicks. Uh, we had the double-decker buses. That was the original bang bus, by the way, back in the day, for those of you who don't uh, know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? It was summer loving, free love. It was all the good stuff. Back when we, re- when we protested and it really meant something. It wasn't about hashtags that get people all excited on Twitter and then the next day they forget about it and go on to another hashtag. That's what I'm talking about. Anyway, enough about that. That's your political segment for the day. But we've got, uh, you see, Rip Torn died, Robin. Oh, yeah. I saw Rip that Torn, last night. 88 years old. Now, people remember him. The younger generation remembers him from Larry Sanders' show and uh, what else? He was on uh, 30 Rock. Yeah. That was most of his modern-day stuff. I'm trying to remember Remember the else? Larry Sanders' show with oh, Gary I Shandling? Loved, it was a fantastic show. And I so he became show. he became hip again to a lot of the modern generation people from some of the weird roles that he did. The guy could do everything. He did movies. He did television. He did theater. You know what his first movie was, his first film was? In 1956... It was a Tennessee Williams film, Baby Doll. So he did serious drama. He did comedy. He did character acting. I mean, he's been in so many things. Men in Black. You go down and look at the list. The hot hot pants chicks in the in the uh, Prize Patrol, Robin. The Boss Three Hundred Two. We had the. mm -hmm. So anyway, you know that's that's the advantage. The disadvantage of being old is you get older and you're closer to death. The advantage of being older is you've experienced things. You've experienced things that you were fortunate to be around to see. And so that, that's why I don't, I, don't, I don't apologize for being older. I don't think it's disrespectful for me to not brag. I don't brag about my career. I just give people observations who don't know me and tell them that, you know, I've done a lot of stuff in this business. So I'm not demanding respect. I'm not saying you should respect me or I, I'm entitled to respect. No. I just, I just try to do an honest job every day, and that's what I've done my entire life. And I'm not running for politics because I despise it. It's the worst thing that's ever happened to the so civil, civilized world. So I have Rip Torn's uh, IMDb page up on the it's screen like right now. Pages, just, yeah, it's like 50 pages, Robin. It keeps going and going and going. Seven decades. Seven decades. Yeah, so the last thing he did was in 2016. Uh, he did um, a TV series called Trip Tank. have no idea what that is. But then prior to that was 2012 Men in Black 3. Right. Um, he He's played- recognized. He's one of those names... You know, his name was, was uh, his name hurt him, actually, because he was born Elmore Rule Torn, and he chose the name Rip because his dad and his uncle also were called Rip by their first names. You know, you get, you get somebody gets... And it's a play gets, on word, Rip and Torn, ha, 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 ha. Uh-huh, Yeah, so his last name was really Torn, God. and you would think he was a porn guy. Rip Torn sounds like a great, I keep you know, going. well-endowed porn star. I must have right? gone down six pages already, and I'm still only into the 1965. No, and remember, in the 1970s, he was pretty much blacklisted from Hollywood. Because remember what happened. No. Yeah, he was, he was up for a big movie. I think it was Easy Rider, if I'm not mistaken. He was up for a big film, and then he didn't get the, he didn't get the role. 
And then he went out and started ripping Hollywood for not giving him the job. Ah. And then, um, what's his name? The guy was one of my neighbors in Venice Beach. Yeah. Um, Great actor who died not too, not that long ago. He had the weird. I always used to show used to show you his the house in house Venice. Is really weird. Weird, weird guy, but a great, great actor. And he was in Easy Ride. Dennis Hopper. So Dennis Hopper and he, I believe, were in the running for the role in Easy Rider. Is that? Am I, do I have yeah. that right? I'm doing this from memory yes. now. Yes, yes, yes. So FYI, the Larry Shander show was in the not early Aton 90- Shander. No, it was in uh, the early '90s, 1992 yes. through 1998. And I still consider that modern day. Obviously, there's a lot of young people who don't remember the Larry Sanders show, but it was on HBO, and it's, it's rerun. Anyway, Rick Rip Torn is one of those guys, you see his face, you'll see him in a role, and you'll say, so yeah, I, I know that guy. It was amazing Even though he was what not was what in. you would call a leading man type of guy, except early in his career. So anyway, that's what really hurt him, was the whole Easy Rider thing with Dennis Hopper in the 70s, and he lost a lot of movie roles. So anyway, that's the Dennis Hopper knowledge right there. Yeah, he. Um, there are several wild stories about his volatile personality. Personality that um, I'm sure a lot of people. He go was look a wild and actually- crazy guy from Texas. There's Texans, man. You know, look at all of our friends in Texas. AJ in San Antonio, wild and crazy dude. Um, here are some of the conflicts that they talk about on his Wikipedia page. That when he appeared in an interview. Um, Subject, it was Stud Turkle's 1974 oral history book, Working. Do you remember that I, book? I don't know. I don't, I don't remember fringe things. I only remember things that, that were important, like, like Easy Rider was a, was a legendary movie. So I remember that dispute. Now, this is, again, I'm not looking at I his did Wikipedia show, by page. the way, because this is a musical. Stud uh, Turkle? Based on Stud Turkle's uh, uh, book, Working, um, Tom... Uh, Torn confessed, I have certain flaws in my makeup, something called irascibility. I get angry easily. I get saddened by things easily. Is he from Philly? No, he's from Texas. <laughs> he's like a... <laughs> he's a hot, like you. He's just a wacky celebrity. And you know, these act, a lot of these actors and celebrities, they're whacked out. And you can tell. Just listen to right. them. Well, but they're also incredibly talented at doing things. Yeah, well, while he was filming Maidstone in 1970, he apparently struck the director and star Norman Mailer in the head with a hammer. Dude. Hello. Habitat. Um, while the camera was rolling, May, uh, Miller bit Tom Torn's ear, and they wrestled to the ground. Oh, see, that's, <laughs> oh, that's that, good stuff. Wow. That's, that's, those are the good old days now. And then here was now what we just you were do that stuff about. on the streets to one another. In 1994, he filed a defamation lawsuit against Dennis Hopper over a story Hopper told on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Hopper claimed that Torn pulled a knife on him during the pre-production of the film Easy Rider. According to Hopper, Torn was originally cast in the film, but was replaced with Jack Nicholson after the incident. That's Torn- the story I remember, yeah. because I remember watching the late night shows back then. Torn. Back when they were actually good. Torrin claimed in his lawsuit that Hopper was the one that pulled the knife on him. A trial court judge ruled in Torn's flavor. Torn's flavor. Ha, hello. Hello. Torn's favor. And Hopper was ordered to pay $475,000 in a compensatory damages, but denied Torn's request for punitive damages, ruling Hopper had not acted with malice. Anyway, the, the most recent thing that people remember him from is that the movie Dodgeball. He was in that as well. So a lot of people watch that, and they show it all the time, Dodgeball. It was a dumb movie, but it was funny. And his role in there was the guy named Patches O'Houlihan. Thank you, Stevie. 
Because I remember him in Dodgeball. Because everybody's seen Dodgeball. It's on cable all the time. So he's dead. And now the other story that I saw earlier today is the ultimate warrior passed away. The wrestler, the ultimate warrior. Now, this... It, it, now I haven't seen it trending or anything, so I, I want I want to make sure this is true because I can't imagine this because there's statements from the from Vince McMahon and WWE Entertainment because over this past weekend the WWE had its Hall of Fame class inducted in New Orleans and the Ultimate Warrior was there he was inducted in the WWE Hall of Fame this weekend. You know what? I don't know if this is true. This might be another, because he has had several fake death reports all the way back to 2015. I understand that. That's why I want to make sure. But the one thing that's factual, that he was in New Orleans over the weekend, and he was inducted into the uh, Hall of Fame. He spoke inside the ring at Monday Night Raw this past Monday night. And apparently he was in Scottsdale, and now they're saying something happened. But I'm not running with that yet, even though I see statements attributed to the story. Wait, 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 wait. I want to make sure we, we have... Uh, Hold on a second. I'm confused now because I just looked up the Wikipedia page mm-hmm. and it says the Ultimate Warrior died in 20, back in 2014 at 50, age 54 in Scottsdale, Arizona. So that may be the story. Maybe somebody ran it today by mistake. And that's okay. what I saw because there's quotes from Vince McMahon and he had wrestled... I remember he wrestling back in the day when I really followed wrestling. He and Hulk Hogan, they were both superstars. I mean, Hulk was there in the 80s, and he was, he was huge. The Ultimate Warrior in 1990 then yeah, so he, wrestled against Hulk Hogan in Sky Dome in Toronto. I remember that vividly. He died April 8th, 2014 in okay. Scottsdale. That's right. It was in Scottsdale, and he was walking after he was inducted into the Hall of Fame, and then he, he passed out on the street and then died at the age of 54. Okay, so that's So that probably- story ran today, and then I, I got a little... So I, I apologize for that. But the bottom line is, all the other facts about the Ultimate Warrior... And the fact that he, his, his birth name was James Brian Helwig. Did you know his last name was Helwig? Helwig not Hedwig. Not Hedwig, no. And the Angry Inch. And, and he didn't die today. He died years ago. But I obviously... Wonder, I wonder why there was something running today I that don't made know. it look like it was I, I don't know, and that's my mistake. And, I, you know, unfortunately, there's so many of these guys are dying now all the time. I know. And it's hard to keep track. So we're going to talk uh, on, on... We're going to go over there and see, uh, see my boy Jim Ross on Sunday. We have, we have a very heavily booked weekend. We have a lot of different events, so hopefully we'll be able to do everything. Um, well, i got to give myself one of those. But that's why I didn't yeah. run with it. Remember, I said, I don't want to run with this, but I saw the story this morning, and then I, I remember the facts about the whole thing with Talk Hogan yeah. and, and changing his name, and actually his legal name was changed to Ultimate Warrior. Did you know that? I did not know that. That was his legal name. His real name. It's weird because it's not even an anniversary. So yeah, I don't know anyway. why I saw it this morning anyway. But you I got to give myself one of these, and I will. But I didn't say, "Oh my God, Ultimate Warrior died today." I said I saw a story this morning about it, and you that's the rest of the story. And you can't remember who's alive and who's dead anymore because a lot of times my brain, my brain is my brain has been dead, but then it eventually comes back. See, that's why you need Adderall, Tony. No, I don't need Adderall. Adderall <laughs> means you can't focus. No, I'm, I'm that is over not the focused. only thing. I am over-focused. That's my problem. When I'm doing research in the morning and I'm looking for stories and Mickey, finding out things that I don't want to miss. Mickey Dell 69 says, Tony, give yourself a bump off I did. Bump. I gave myself. You want another one? Uh, nothing, yeah, that deserves No you. one apologizes for mistakes more than me. 
Mm-hmm. By the way, our buddy Carmen Capello is on the lot is uh, on the Twitch now. Carmen! following Carmen, Chef we Carmen, just, Chef Carmen. We were just your ears must have been burning because we were talking about you last night. We were on the deck of the Moshalu last night on the uh, the deck bar, and we were talking about his wedding, which was conducted on that beautiful yep. ship, and and how he had built the uh, the meat room down below because it was the perfect temperature. And I don't think they're using it anymore. I don't know. We actually didn't talk to a chef. But um, we have not really been back there since Chef Carmen was part of the Moshalu. Because and when we lived at Dockside, which was walking distance, we would go there all the time, obviously. But Yeah, so Carmen, we don't even know where you've ended up. We I don't know where I've ended you. up. We, I ended up in the basement. I don't know where Chef Carmen Capello is now. But I gave myself a... We, we miss his cooking, though. I did clean it up. How many times do I have to apologize? I'm starting to sound like Joe Biden now. I'm apologizing like every 10 seconds. Yeah, we were talking, one of the things that we were talking about. He's working at City Works in King of Prussia. Ah, we were talking about the the most amazing, I think it was like five and a half hour dinner that we had. Tony Luke Jr., his girlfriend, you and I, and Chef Carmen kept bringing out different dishes that were paired by the most amazing sommelier in the entire world, as far as I'm concerned, um, Dusan Vrzinic. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I think name. he's from Serbia or Croatia. I think so, Croatia. Croatia. And they together put out the most amazing dinner I'd never had. Dusan was his first Dusan. name. Dusan. I'd, Dusan. D-U-S-A-N. And I had, great, great yes. wine. This guy knows wine oh better. Oh, my gosh. And I've met a lot of great sommeliers. But this guy knows. And he even teaches courses. Ugh. You know that? He teaches wine courses. That's I'd never how good had, this guy is. I'd never had wines paired with different courses on a meal that were put together so well that y- you could taste the nuance differences. Absolutely. It was unbelievable. That's why when I talk to guys like Dean who thinks he knows but really doesn't and never will... I've been around some of the greatest wine minds of all time. And I serve no wine before it's time. By Except on Friday nights, we'll open whatever, whatever the hell The way, have. I do believe that I can now open up the lines. So if anybody would like to call in with questions, comments, rants. Requests, dedications. Request, whatever uh, you want. Shout you outs. If you want to do a shout out to AOC or to the U.S. women. if you just want to hear your voice on radio, give us a call. 215-462-TONY. That's 215 8669, which is brought to you by the fabulous AJ in San Antonio. And we could talk about the women's uh, soccer team, talk about the NBA Summer League, which I agree with Harry Mays. It's just, you know, there's so many. It, Vegas is really hot this time of the year, as you know, Robin. You go to Las Vegas, you, you, you stay inside. You go out, try to walk on the strip in the middle of the day. They got it, they got it done perfectly. People get off. They go out and walk outside for a little bit, go from one casino to the next. They want to go see the Bellagio Fountains. You do it later at night when it cools off a little bit down into the 99 range. Middle of the day, what do people do? They go into the casinos. They go to the pools, and they go inside and cool off and drink, right, and play. Uh-huh. But the Summer League has given them a chance to go inside, not spend a lot of money when you're broke or you're tapped out, and you go watch basketball. And a lot of these players aren't going to make the NBA. A lot of these players aren't even going to make the D-League. But there's one guy who's playing well, Robin. And that's the one tape I didn't play earlier from our NBA segment. And speaking of Jim Ross, somebody put Jim Ross play-by-play to this cut. It's the third one from Jackson Hayes. Jackson Hayes, former speaking of Texas, 
Texas Longhorn, great basketball player. He's uh, one of the New Orleans Pelicans draft picks, and he's tearing it up in summer league. He's not, you know, he's not Taco Fall, who's a tall guy, who's very, very amiable. Everybody loves him. Hard to not like him. You know, I hope Taco Fall makes it in the NBA, but chances are, you know, he's not going to be an NBA player. I hope he does. I hope he does, too. But people, you know, he doesn't can't play. He's just a tall guy. But the bottom line is, this guy, Jackson Hayes, is the legit deal. He was legit in college. Not that Taco Fall wasn't a good player at UCF. They almost beat Duke. But last, you know, the one guy who's a, who's a player that's going to be in the NBA, who's really lighting it up in the, in the summer league, is Jackson Hayes. I sent you the tape, Robin. It's just a, a clip of him, but they use Jim Ross. The, the, the New Orleans Pelicans actually tweeted this out. It's a cut of Jim Ross <laughs> doing the play-by-play of one of Jackson Hayes' great plays for the Pelicans in Summer League. If you can't find it, we'll find it later on. I, remember I told you there were three videos of NBA stuff, and I apologize for not getting it in sync. But let me get back to baseball for a second. Gave you the uh, All-Star game. It was pretty boring. You know, everybody's expecting to be a 15-14 game, and it wasn't. Pitchers are pitching one inning and getting out. I mentioned the runs, two home runs in the game, given up by Dodger pitchers who are really damn good. And so all these people were worried about, oh, they're going to hit all these home runs. It wasn't an explosion of offense. It was all right. But the best baseball video, Robin, and I know you have this, comes again from... Hold on, I think I found it. So this is uh, Jim Ross calling... Jackson Hayes' dunk? Is that what you're yes, looking Yes, okay. and it's not real. Jim Ross didn't really call it. This is called okay. the New Orleans Pelicans, realizing that Summer League is boring to most people. So let's make a Jackson Hayes dunk sound even better and look even better by putting one of the classic Jim Ross WWF calls on top of it as if he was actually calling this play. You could put Jim Ross to anything. You could put Jim Ross over a Bob Ross painting, and it would work. That's (laughs) pretty good. A Jim Ross, Bob Ross, fluffy clouds. That would be pretty. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, Jim Jim Ross. (laughs) And Bob Ross. (laughs) No, that was Jim Ross was in the is in the stands watching it, but he didn't. That was not actually his play by play call. And And a good job by the New Orleans Pelicans to put Jim Ross on top of the play-by-play. But there's even one better tape from last night. It's baseball, Robin. And you know how much I love to mine the miners, as we used to say. The Kalamazoo Growlers. Have you ever heard of those teams? This, this is a league called the Northwoods League. Northwoods League. It's the largest developmental baseball league in the world. A lot of college kids who haven't been drafted, looking for a chance to get... And a lot of guys who played in it, Max Scherzer played in this league. There's a lot of major league players who played in this league called the Northwoods League. And one of the teams in there is called the Kalamazoo Growlers. 
Last night, they played a team from Green Bay. You know what the Green Bay team's name is? What is it called? The Green Bay Booyahs. Booyah. I'm not oh, making this up. That is awesome. That's why I love. Uh, my, this isn't even like a, 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 this is not even a minor league. This isn't a developmental league. Okay. Anybody that's from Green Bay, we need a Booyah hat. Booyah. Booyah. So they got all these zany names for teams in this league. And then, as I mentioned, there's 22 teams in this league. There's no other league that has 22 teams in the developmental world except this team. So last night, they're playing in Green Bay, the Booyahs, and they fall behind 2 nothing. And then they send out a coach. Coach Drake goes out there and visits the mound. And this is one of the absolute greatest things you will ever see in Bay. Forget the All-Star game. Forget the home run derby. Forget the women's national team. Coach Drake makes a visit in the first inning to settle down his starting pitcher who had given up two runs in the first inning against the Green Bay Booyahs for your Kalamazoo Growlers. So now Coach Drake's going to come out and have a word with David Toth. Entire infield coming in as well, including Drew Blakely from behind the plate. (laughs) Coach Drake... Coming out asking for the ball from David Toth, giving him a quick word, quick word of encouragement for the entire infield. Yeah, just talking a little bit strategy here, just trying to figure out how they're going to keep up this defense that they've had the last couple of games against Kokomo. <laughs> He's patting go. all the players on the butt. Oh my God, that's and awesome. Watch this, and then he walks off back oh. off into the mound. Trying to give the last bit of encouragement to the entire infield he'll go back quick Gosh, wave of the cap he actually also holds the record for most ejections in the Northwoods League God his stance is awesome it's like very now we'll get and then the whole team comes it. over no to the little guy after the visit from coach Drake that is absolute brilliance. Down. that is absolute brilliance oh my god <laughs> That is fan freaking tastic. Little kid goes out there as Coach Drake. He looks, and, he, and he has the old man, yes. like the old pitching coach, the Grizzly he, pitching he coach. Like you got to see this video. If this does, if this video doesn't make you happy today, there's a cartoon character will. that walks like that. Yeah, I mean he's playing the, oh my the God, Grizzly old pitching coach who walks out to the mound, grabs the ball from the pitcher, and starts roughing it up. If you haven't seen this video, go follow the Kalamazoo, uh, the Kalamazoo Growlers. Yes. G W O are not not about the they're not named after the beer uh, containers the no, growlers they're named after a bear exactly Kalamazoo growlers follow them on Twitter great site because they always post zany stuff yes um, E K T eighty seven fifty Spike the dog walks like that that's yeah, exactly I mean, what it, it is. was it's absolutely and then the Coach Drake apparently chews out the umpire in the next inning and then gets tossed from the game because that's part of his shtick. Because the guy, the play-by-play guy, says, you know, he still leads the Northwoods League in ejections, and and that he gets thrown so out. So awesome! And it's just absolutely tremendous, tremendous stuff. It's great I'm stuff. I'm just man. reposting this as you, so that you, uh, for for those. I who love finding. See, that's the kind of stuff I awesome. look for. That's the kind of stuff that makes me smile. You know, we have all this nasty stuff and people fighting and that all and these other videos. videos and dog videos. Speaking of dog videos. Let's go live now to NBA headquarters, Robin, because we're trying to figure out what's going on with free agency. I mentioned the commissioner is trying to fix things about this uh, NBA needs to get its – it needs to get control of the free agency frenzy thing. As much as we like it and as much as we like players moving around and there's all the drama, he knows that the whole thing is a scam. 
and he knows that you're supposed to be punished if you break the rules of free agency, you have rules in place for a reason. You know, players are not supposed to talk to guys. They're not supposed to meddle. They're not supposed to tamper. Right. And, you know, guys got, teams got fined. But what's a $50,000 fine to an NBA franchise worth billions of dollars because they find out that a player is trying to recruit a guy to go to his team, like LeBron did with the Lakers or Magic Johnson did with the Lakers? That's against the rules. And if you're not going to enforce the rules and not punish people for breaking the rules, then why have rules? And so Adam Silver actually addressed that earlier today. And I like to use the, this as an example. This isn't actually the commissioner. I send you the, it's a video, Robin. It's an animal video. And this is the NBA headquarters today. We're not, uh, not Adam Silver, because this guy's not bald. Adam Silver, as you know, has a bald head like me, and he has big ears. You've seen him, Robin, Adam Silver, commissioner of the NBA. This is one of the NBA executives trying to figure out which way they're going to deal with next year's NBA free agent frenzy and how to keep teams from breaking the rules so that the thing has some sort of semblance of order and they can fix the, the problems that are existing with everybody breaking the rules. Let's go to the tape. And see, there's LeBron, and he's telling him, no, he wants to go here. And there's another guy, and, uh, and, and then the, the NBA guy doesn't know, does know what to do. Jesus. Is today National Kitten Day? Is it? I didn't see that. Where are the cats? Well, Riddle's down well, Riddle's here. He's down asleep. Here. Riddle now comes down here. It must be the cadence of my voice that lulls him. Or the content of the show. One of the two things. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> Lulls him to sleep. He is absolutely um, out. Yeah, yesterday he was out in, a, he, box. in a box. And both Luigi and Tony were like, is he alive? He, he literally, because cats, if you have an animal, especially a cat, they know how to fit into, into boxes where you, there's no, even dogs, you see these big dogs, and they get into these buckets, and they find a way to fit themselves in it. Well, if if it fits, if I fits, I sit. You must have quit. No, it, that's what the cat motto. If I fits, I sits. Haven't you seen those videos? It's it's animals. Well, you know, I love animal videos are my favorite. Speaking of animal videos, I do not have a Florida update. No Florida update no today. No Florida Robin? update today because we have several. The, the, we have one update. That everybody thinks is from Florida, but it's not. But I have another animal update, and this is from Russia with love. Now, are you colluding with the Russians? Um, no, but I am allowing them to send me videos. Beautiful. As long as it's <laughs> as long as it doesn't get banned on Facebook or Twitter or, or Twitch or anywhere else. Now, I when I was watching this, I have to admit that I jumped. First liquid war. Oops. I jumped when I saw this, so um, I need to let this. Is this play. A, is this a if the bear shits in the woods update? Kind of, yeah. But this is this is a this is the reason why if you see a bear, do not do not do not bear all roll down your window. Um, and I'm gonna. Play so this it. is in Russia. This is in Russia because well, I'm assuming. Is this in an Russia. animal preserve or is this just on a road somewhere? I need a setup for this, Robin, because I haven't I haven't seen. So the- this is this is a couple that is. Um, driving down a road, and they see a bear on the side, so they start filming. Now, I don't speak Russian, don't understand it, so I really don't know what they're Do saying. Do they say Nostrovia at least at the end? Um, well, let, let me play the video, and you can watch along, Tony, over here. Whoops. How do I get rid of this Jersey Mike's ad? Because I don't care if it can get yeah, chips and a drink for two bucks, Jersey Mike. It doesn't matter. Nobody's going to see it. But All you right. need to so watch it over I'm there. I'm watching it right now. So it's a muddy road in Russia. Okay. 
And so you can see them, and you can see the bear in the distance. What are they distance. listening to? They're listening to some bad Euro trash techno? Yes, definitely some bad Euro trash. So you see the bear, and they're like, oh, look, it's a bear. Look, oh my gosh, it's coming closer. Do you think it'll come up to the car? Let's Are you see sure if we can... this wasn't in suburban so Philadelphia? She, she just rolled up the window. Did you see that? The yes. window was open. Okay. Oh, now, now the bear's walking toward yeah. them. Is he crossing the road? So now the bear's like, hey, there's people in the car. And it looks like a young bear. doesn't look very old, right? Yeah, it looks like a cub, but a bigger cub, not a baby, baby, baby. <laughs> oh, the humanity! <laughs> oh, that sucker just jumped right up on the window. Yes. Now, that is why... It's a good thing she rolled up the window. Yes. Well, the ones... I see these videos all the time in Africa... Actually, it's, I don't know if it was Africa or Australia. They have these wildlife preserves. Mm -hmm. And not like the ones here in the United States where you drive through and there's a couple of animals. These are like real lion uh, reserves right. where there's hundreds of lions all over the place. And then they have a dirt road and they put people on these, you know, these jeep-type vehicles. Right, with open. They're like yeah, open they're there, open. yeah. They're open. And there are people who go through there with motorbikes. And then you'll see... People stopping because they see a line, and and they do that in this country too, where you see different things like, you know, like animal parks, Great Adventure in New Jersey, where you have this wild safari park where you drive through with your car. But there's like these are these are wild lions, and there are so if you look online, there's so many videos of these dumb people, and this this these people are paying to do this, and they stop, and then a lion comes running after them, and then they have to floor it to get away from them, because that lion will tear their asses up. Yes, and then the will. idiots on motorcycles will drive, get off their bikes, and they'll see a lion sitting there. And it's not like they're fed because there's hundreds of lions. This isn't like, oh, they get fed so they're never going to attack people. They'll attack people if the people are getting too close to them. Just like that bear. That bear was sitting there on the side of a road. These people had some bad music. Maybe the music angered the bear. I don't know. Because they're sitting in a car playing crappy music with the windows down. And then all of a sudden, the woman smart enough to put the window up before the bear just rushes the car. Yeah, I mean... If that it, window's open, that bear's in that car. And it was unexpected because the bear was just like meandering it's a little chilling, bit and yeah. all of a sudden it just go boom. And I, I was watching it in my on my screen big and I have to admit, I jumped a lot. I was like, oh! <laughs> Dude. That, I've seen frogs leap. They make good wine. Oh, but here. bears leap, I don't think they have a wine in bears leap district out Thoroughbred there, do they? Thoroughbred1004 says, I will translate for you, Miss Robin. The guy in the car simply said, oh, shit, I just shit my pants. <laughs> End, End of translation. <laughs> 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 oh, you broke a cherry. Hey, yo. <laughs> that was pretty good. Meanwhile. Meanwhile, now, back at the ranch. Trevor from the 203 is... Was it Trevor that asked this question? Yes. Via Ariel XOXO, some mom at our homeowners meeting said that California schools are going to be teaching first graders about anal sex. Can anyone confirm this? So I've looked it up. Is it true? I don't think it's just anal sex. It is, it is a new uh, controversial sex education framework for California that is, was approved back in Wait, May. Something shocking is happening in California. Really? <laughs> Um, the guidance is meant for students in kindergarten through 12th grade, 
And though it's not mandated, um, it is intended to provide teachers with information to use in sex education curriculum. The updated health education curriculum framework includes the suggested use of gender-neutral and LGBTQ-inclusive language, material on consent and sexual trafficking, and the continued teaching of HIV prevention and different types of sex activity. Well, you know, if you can't teach a kid at age five that that thing is... Uh no, no, I'm not even gonna get so it. anyway, I I am. We have tape though. I think the, here's one of the teachers explaining to one of the youngsters in kindergarten. Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> <laughs> and then here's another teacher. Great ass. Yep. Bob from Valley Forge. I have to send my wife to that class. That door's been closed for years. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> as long as she hasn't, you know, as long as you haven't burned any bridges. Uh, hey, you know, where are the white women at? They're in there. Don't worry about it. They're always around. All right, Robin, get that, get that Wimbledon off. They're replaying yesterday's women's quarterfinal okay. with Serena and that wristy chick. I will chick. do that. Just don't pay attention to it. Then get it off. I don't want to see stuff that's, re- I don't want to watch reruns. What's the matter with you? All right. <sighs> um, now... We mentioned the Jim Beam. Yeah, the big fire last week. The big fire last week. And there's a repercussion. Yeah, everybody was really relieved that nobody was hurt. As far as I know, still still nobody came out as being hurt um, other than all of the, the bottles being damaged and the warehouse. But there's a very sad consequence of yes. those Jim Beam, the Jim Beam fire. Um, tens of thousands of fish are now dying because the Jim Beam, all that alcohol it spilled, spilled into the waterways, into the waterways yeah. and um, they are now causing the, te- the the fish to die out in that river. Yeah, that, that obviously because it was fire, and then all the debris washes into the local river, and there's a, and usually at most of these refinery and refinery distilleries or uh, or places where they make alcohol, there's local water nearby. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's one of the things that the Jim Beam, it, it's built there for that spring exactly. water. Exactly. A lot of places, yeah. a lot of distilleries, even mm-hmm. in Europe, in Japan, they build these, um, they build distilleries right. right next to running streams with a fresh yeah. mountain water, and that's what they use to, to make their product. So, unfortunately, downriver, thousands and thousands of fish are dying because of it, uh, so it's, that's very sad. And, of course, that's going to cause other types of issues, too. The fish die. Then there's going to be more skeeters. There's going to be a whole, I'm sure. It's called, you know what it's called, Robin? What? It's the circle of life. Yeah, I know. It's the wheel of fortune. I never knew the wheel of fortune was actually around during the circle of life days. Well, You know that song? Do you ever wonder why? The wheel of, why does he mention wheel of fortune in the song? I don't know. In circle of life. He mentions Wheel of Fortune? Yeah. In the circle pull, pull, of life. Pull that up. Pull up the Elton John version. Big summer hit. Have you seen it yet, Robin? Has it been out? They released that yet? Like, Disney's releasing a movie, well, like, every three days the, this summer. But the music is from a long time ago. Yeah, but it's still part of the... It's, I guarantee you it's in the movie. That's the main song, not Akuta Matata. Yeah, I know. What's the name? What's the main song in The Lion King? Circle of Life. Exactly. Here we go. Yes. Everybody sing along now. Just let what go? What am I letting go? 
Let's all just relax. It's a what up Wednesday. I'm waiting all. for the Wheel of Fortune. Well, he has to start singing first. What up? It's coming. This one has a long lead in. Yeah, you can't even talk this up at the, on an overnight show. See, this isn't the Elton John version. No, that's okay. It's still good. This is the original. Yes. There's more to see than can ever be seen. More to do than can ever be done. There's far too much to take in. What to find than can ever be found. See, it's a happy show today. Waiting for it. Well, she has to start singing It's the Circle of Life first, Robin. Relax. Here we go. The circle jerk of life. That's uh, that's a different thing for a different location. I'm looking at the lyrics. Oh, a little skin flew right here. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're in the jungle. You gotta, you know, what it is is what it is. There is it's, no uh, wheel of fortune in that song. I'm telling you, in the Elton John version, he says the wheel of fortune in there. I'm gonna look it up. They mentioned that say Jack or Van Hawaii. <laughs> okay. I like I'm to now, buy a vowel. I'm now looking at the Circle of Life Elton John lyrics. It sounds like he oh, says Wheel of Fortune. Now you're right. See, Robin, you're questioning me again. Oh my Where's God. my apology? The to doubt my musical now and I never even saw God I hate it when you're Lion King would you like to solve the puzzle now Ron (laughs) okay we are making an abrupt switch to the Elton John he says it's the circle of life it's the wheel of fortune it's the leap of faith damn it's the band of hope thank you Bob and Valley Forge here's the Elton John version you would think that the lyrics would be the same Got to schmaltz it up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Now the lead-in is not li- not quite as no, long. No, because the original one was from the movie. Yeah, and all the animals are coming yeah. up. On the planet and blinking step in to the sun. It's because he knew radio stations would play this version. Yes. There's more to be seen than can never be seen. More to do than can never be done. Some say live 
living I haven't seen the new one. Is it which version do they use in the new one? I'm sure it's the original. Yeah, they have. These are the animals. Coming up here in a minute. Right now it's coming. I know. In the It's got better put drums. Hello! Hello! Tony. Oh, oh, oh. only pals are left. You must solve the puzzle. <laughs> Just a powerful song. Just a great song. Everybody have to resort to the lowest common denominator stuff on the on the stream chat. Try to keep this show. Our audience <laughs> minds are in the gutter. It's ridiculous. That's where we, we put them. The yes, we and do. And that's where they're going to stay. <laughs> to all you people making all of these really, really crass comments today. Wow. And I really but should shame. get the bankrupt sound. Shame. Shame. Yes. And I and I really should know better than to question Tony on lyrics. I, I mean, told you I'm when sure I heard I, the Wheel of Fortune I'm, is in this. How did it even we get to the circle of life? Oh, because we were talking about the the fire. The fire at the Jim Beam factory, and then all the alcohol going in the local waterways and yeah, killing the fish. That doesn't normally happen. That's no, but that's even, still part of the circle of life. Yeah. Well, hopefully the circle of life will not take too long to regenerate. Luckily, um, they got they will go over to the Circle Liquor Store. In New Jersey, when you go around the uh, the Summers Point Circle, and then the Circle of Life takes you there before you go into Ocean City, where you can't buy booze. Speaking of Circle of Life, yes. I have two that are kind of in that same uh, category. One is a Circle of Life with humans and making babies, and another is in the Animal Kingdom Circle of Life from Down Under. Which one would you like to go I to? Like, I, you know me, Should I always we, like going Down Under, Robin. You, if, okay. I got, if my first choice is Down Under, what was my second choice? Uh, making babies. It's kind of in the same. Nah, making babies. <laughs> my making babies days are over. I'm making Whoopi now. The great uh, team named the making Whoopies from Macon, Georgia, as you know, Robin. Speaking of great names for his... For teams, the yes, making whoopies. The making whoopies. I do like the making whoopies. Uh, that is a fantastic. <laughs> now this, this is a video from Down Under, and we do love, love, love our fans from Down Under. Absolutely. We are looking forward to hopefully getting to go down there for the Melbourne Cup. We need to which is coming out. up in two months, yeah, and there's so no way we're getting down happen. there. We don't even get to the Jersey Shore. <sighs> we're going to go to Melbourne, Australia. That's yeah, probably next year. We need to. Yeah, we, need we to keep plan saying that, Robin. I know, I know, I we know. We keep I know. saying next year, and you know what? There may not be a next year. I know. Now I'm going to start playing this, but let me tell you. I got my got logged out of the of Roger's computer. Um, I'll fix it in just a minute. You know who that is? You know. You know his computer. That really is. Right? Yeah. Rebel Man. Rebel Man, and we thank. Not him. his real name, but he sent us the computer. So let me set this video up. This is a gentleman who lives down under, who um, has had seen this particular thing happen before and realized that he had the opportunity to take video of it so that he could share it with the world. People having sex with kangaroos? No. Oh. Now, you know we did a story just the other day about 
cockroaches becoming immune yes, you cannot to kill rage. A cockroach. Like they're showing that they are truly changing so that they are going to be uh, unbreakable, un- unkillable. No, that's just another M. Night Shyamalan movie. Right. Yeah. But cockroaches, we know, they're going to last a nuclear war. Now, you can still kill them. It's just that you can't, like, spray. You can't bring in Muhammad Ali with, the, de- with, with the decon. Right, but they're becoming the immune to yeah. all of the different things out there. You know what they are not immune to? What are they not immune to? Is the Huntsman Spider. The those Huntsman are those, Spider? Those Huntsman... Isn't she on The View? Those hunt- Isn't Huntsman Isn't she fighters. one of the chicks up there? Now you, you have Abby, you, Abby Huntsman, it's a little it, Huntsman I joke. I, What's the matter with you? I Have you seen how big these spiders yes, are? Yes, I saw They're, it. I didn't realize that what it was. A, I thought it was a joke. This is a small spider by comparison. They, they, they can take down small animals, the really big ones. They're like... like they're like this big. I sent this you a one picture is, one the other day on somebody's wall in the yeah, kitchen. Yeah, that one's fake. That one's fake? Yeah, that one was. I think that that one was fake because when they're like, when they're several feet wide, that, that's not real. They, they, they do become like here. Well, they're prehistoric, right? They come like, they, they, they can be like this big. How big is that, Robin? They can be like, like when this you're doing big. little claw yes, hands. This big, but they're yeah. not going to be like. Can you do that. jazz hands? They're not jazz hands. So big. this is one that's inside somebody's house, and he has decided to share this particular video with us. And it's a little bit long, so at a certain point, I will I will tell Tony when he can talk over this, um, and we can and I'll. But let's just watch, shall let's we? Watch the circle of life. We were just talking about it. It's the wheel of fortune. <laughs> We have a rare opportunity here. Yummy. In that we've got Alfred, our friendly neighborhood spider who's chilling over here. Yeah, over here. And the cockroach. Now, this, I'm going to demonstrate why huntsman spiders are actually so cool that they're worth keeping around. That's not a spider. (laughs) This is a spider. I don't know if it's worth keeping around, but shall we watch? I don't like cockroaches. Wait a minute. Does it get violent? Cockroaches creep me out more than spiders. Is this worse than the Disneyland video? Yeah, get on there. Yep. Now, watch this. So he's dropping one from inside of a plastic... Right, so he... Oh, did you see it? Oh, yeah, but it's behind a tissue box. Did you see how fast I was? Hold on a second. Let me let me just rewind. Why does the guy take? He's got a box of tissues on his on his on his. On his so uh, hold on a second. I'm. So he has. The, there's the cockroach, right. and he's gonna drop it. Watch how fast that spider goes after it. Hold on. Boom. Oh, so quick. That's like a chick I met in the champagne room once. She got in there that fast, Robin. I didn't even get it. I don't even know if I filmed that. Woo! He's got it. Oh yeah, there it is. This. Now. If you're if you're having a hard time seeing it, I'm going to turn it down just a little bit. This so is why you keep spiders around. Yeah. The huntsman is on top of the cockroach. cockroach. They're almost the same size. Actually, the cockroach body might be a little bit bigger. They look like a tarantula. They're almost that big, except their arms aren't as thick. Yeah, they're not as thick. <clears throat> I like them thick, that just was, like my that women. Was instantaneous. As soon as he dropped, like I don't think he even had a chance to drop out of the uh, the plastic before he went for it. This is bug on bug crime. This is violence. Why do we always do this at lunchtime? It's not lunchtime. It's three o'clock in the afternoon. Well, it's Vegas. um, It is. Yeah. Getting really big. You'll see him really big in the next couple of days because he's had a big meal. 
Mm-mm-mm-mm. If you listen closely, you can hear the, the huntsman spider. Not Abby Huntsman, as I mentioned. She's hot. Can you hear the, uh, the cockroach screaming? No, listen. Oh, hear. he just turned him over. So did you see? So he, the, he the, him. the huntsman spider turned the cockroach over onto his back. You seen this, Nikki? Yeah. Yes. Like, I dropped it straight out of the lunchbox, and the spider went for it immediately. Immediately, like not even. Yes. The, the cockroach probably didn't even have a chance to hit the ground. The spider was already on it. Tutti a tavola, a mangiare. And now what is it? Now he's going to wash it down with a nice Foster's beer, mate. Yeah, I. It's beer. Now, the cockroach is still moving. <laughs> I still see him moving. Dean writes in, is he killing it or banging it? <laughs> oh, oh, wait. The cockroach is just, you can see the the legs, the, the, the back of the cockroach legs are just giving out. And it's he gone. He gone. Out of oh, no, no, no. He still has a little bit of kick left. You're welcome, Alfred. <laughs> he's still You're moving. His feelers are still just slowly. He's like, oh. I'm dying. I'm dying. Oh, so you keep all the cockroaches me. away. See, because spiders, spiders are friendly. They won't crawl on you. They actually have manners. Cockroaches. Cockroaches will friggin' crawl over your face when you're asleep. Yep. They have no manners. Exactly. There you have it, folks. That is your the only way to kill a cockroach update. This is like nature. This is really the circle of life, Robin. There you go. We went from NBA to Summer League to the women's national team. And we still have 45 minutes left to quality, quality program. AJ in San Antonio reminds me of my last divorce proceeding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pissed off. <laughs> Wait, this is afterwards, after he, he, uh, after he finally digests the cockroach. Well, those are crickets, Tony. I know. The, see, that's, everything's quiet again. And once again, you know when you're outside at night in nature and you hear yes. the crickets? There's that certain calmness that falls over until nature rears its ugly head and someone must go down and they must go down hard. Now, the other circle of life, <laughs> this is, this is both, both kind of a circle of life and a story about natural selection. Isn't that what part of the circle of life is? Yeah, but sometimes it's also good good to get rid of the bad seeds, so to speak, mm-hmm. or the, the the item, the things that are are maybe maybe they should not be around. I think natural selection should really be around a little bit more than we give it credit for. Hey, sometimes I feel like a natural woman. You know what I'm saying? Shall we you go? You make me feel. No, and, and we also, you, you make fun of gender reveal stuff all oh, the time. It's, I don't understand it, and I think it's the dumbest thing ever, ever created. And there's a lot of dumb stuff going on out there. People now, did you see the woman in the supermarket laying in the uh, vegetable area and wiping herself with, like, lettuce leaves and stuff? No, I yeah. missed that. I'm not making that up. And then there's the other, the other guy who spits in a, in a tea bottle and puts it back on the shelf. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, what's going disgusting. on with these it's people? Disgusting. But this is, what is going on with these people? Now, this is also down under, by the way. So, you know, I'm, we're not... We're what's not, up with Australia, man? I don't know. But this is, this is another down under story, a gender reveal 
um, that went terribly, terribly wrong. And let's go to 6ABC that's uh, for, for the full effect. Hopefully there's not a commercial. Because that would be Look at this one, a gender reveal gone terribly wrong in Queensland, Australia. Police say new video from April shows the moment a car starts spewing blue smoke to show, hey, it's going to be a boy. But unfortunately, <laughs> oh. there is also a fire. The video oh. shows the car, as you see, catching fire. While doing a burnout, smoke begins to fill the vehicle itself. The driver almost hit a few people before stopping and then the car itself burst into flames. The 29-year-old driver was charged with dangerous operation of a motor vehicle. Goodness, wow, that it's is a going wrong. All right. Wow. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. First of all, you got the blue smoke to come out of your stupid car's exhaust. Yeah. Why do you need to then, then start peeling which out? That, which means that they added something to exactly, there. Exactly, which isn't safe. This isn't like the Air Force, uh, this isn't like the, uh, the, the, the Thunderbirds. Or who are the other group that flew over on the 4th of July that some people didn't like, although we love flyovers all the time? Ah, uh, the Blue... The Blue Angels, Blue Angels and then the Thunderbirds. And then there's also the British ones that are called the Red Arrows? They're called the Limeys to me. Uh, no, I think it's the Red Arrows. Yeah, Australia is the new Florida, Robin. There is crazy stuff all the time. <laughs> there's another video I saw the other day where these people pull... They're on a road, but they're not really trying to hurt anybody. Uh -huh. And there's a there's a... There's a kangaroo right in the middle of the road. So they stop their car because it's in the right, middle right, of the right. road. And they're waiting, and they're just sitting there. They're not taunting it. They're not honking the horn. Uh -huh. Because, you know, when you live in Australia, and it's like we hear when there's a deer on the road. Right. You know, you stop. Or and you in hold Calcutta with a cow. Exactly. So they're sitting there, sitting there, sitting there. All of a sudden, just like that bear video, this, this kangaroo just rushes the car and jumps on top of the hood. And these people didn't do anything. So you got to be careful out there, especially at night. Now, not as careful as you have to be in Philadelphia at night. I mean, it's much, it's much safer in the Canadian, in the Australian bush, than it is in Center City, Philadelphia these days. But hey, I'm not the mayor. I'm not even in the police department. But Gladney in North Carolina says he was just down there in, uh, down in uh, where was he? South? It was he, he was in this Airbnb in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. It was so infested with palmetto bugs. Yet this place. And you see in the video in Australia, it looks clean, right? His countertop is clean. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not like it was a filthy sty. It wasn't like no. a hoarder's house. No. And there's a, there's a big spider in there, and then there's a roach. So he grabs the roach in a plastic Tupperware container and then throws it down, and then that, that spider, that... A uh, huntsman. A huntsman spider. Not uh, the... What was it? There was another movie called The Huntsman, wasn't there? The, that was uh, the Snow White and Snow the... Snow White and the, the Huntsman. Huntsman. Yeah. That was pretty good, actually. That was like Snow White the way it was supposed to be, the creepy versions, the Brothers Grimm, right? Because Snow White, the Disney version, is like right, white as a driven snow. Correct. Well, in the, for those of you who do not know, who have never read the original Grimm versions of the all Brothers these Grimm, the, the Brothers Grimm, not the Brothers Johnson, who I love. We may have to play some Brothers Johnson but today. But the, right? uh, the Gr Brothers Grimm version of almost all the fairy tales that we have grown to love most of the princesses and the heroine, they, they die. They get and killed. they're mean bitches. They're not all nice no, no, princesses. No, no, they're nice. They're but, nice, but they get yeah. killed anyway? Yeah, they get killed anyway. They don't anyway. get kissed at the end? No, I believe, I believe Snow White 
finally ends up dying. Uh, Ariel, the the Little Mermaid, she dies, and that's how come we have sea foam. Sea foam is the mermaid's tears because of the Little Mermaid dying. That's bullshit. You know what sea foam is? That's all the poop from the animals hey, and the fish that are I'm being washed up you. that I avoided when I walked on the beach in Venice, California, because that's how I got toe fungus by walking on the beach and then the sea foam. If you have an aquarium, a saltwater aquarium, and you have a filtration system, sea foam is what you see come up. It's basically all the waste matter of the fish. The poop. The poop, there it is, and it all comes up. Yes, and now, of course, the uh, 90, 91 Sixer says, I saw the porn spinoff. It was called Snow White and the Huntsman. No, 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 no. Oh. There is a real honest-to-God porn. I have a story about this. So my dad came to visit me when I... Of course, there's a porn version of everything. No, 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 but this is actually funny. So my dad (laughs) does not speak Dutch. Came to visit me in the Netherlands when I was probably about about eight years old. And he was going to take me out to the movies. He did not realize that he was... and, And Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs were playing at the local movie theater. and Was it a drive-in theater, or was it in, one of those you'd go in movie theaters? Um, in many smaller towns, they did not have a separate porn theater. They would play different... During different times of the day, they would play different movies, and you just Wait a had... minute, they would play regular movies and then show porn at different times? Yeah, so, I mean, you just had to know which one you were going Are to. Are you serious? So my dad took me thinking that he was taking to see Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. So you, real- your dad was like John Hickenlooper, who's running for president, who admitted that he took his mom to go see Deep Throat yeah, once. Yeah, well, yeah. I am sure, however, that the entire movie, th- everybody thought that there was something really, 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 really <laughs> wrong. And so I remember, but, but they sold him the tickets. I remember going in there and I was... Did it I, say it's Snow White and the, it what just, was it called? It actually just looked like, it looked... From what I remember, it just looked like a normal movie theater. It didn't show anything untoward on the on the the playbill. So we get down, we sit down in the theater, and I remember. And my dad, my dad talks about this later that he remembers going. This is kind of weird because there's only men in the theater. And as soon as it started playing. Was it the gay version of it? Was it the... Uh... No, but there's men watching the porn. I could, yeah, but there's men watching uh, male porn, so, too. But as soon as it started playing, my dad realized what it was. What, the, the, we were Did it not? Wrong... What was it called? What was the title? It was, it's called Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, I think. No. The, yes, it's an old, old, old movie. With like Bush, a lot of Bush and stuff? It would have been... I didn't see that part. We, he, we left the theater before what, what, it actually started. What was the started. opening scene? How soon did you realize remember. it was porn? My dad said when I've talked to him about it, and he re- we were we were laughing that um, he almost immediately realized that this was not the Disney version and took me out of the theater. I wonder if that's available on. Uh, I'll have to look porn. it up. I'll have to find out. It which was a one German it was. or was a Dutch version? It was an American version. I don't even because you know remember. I've seen a lot of the German porn is really like really raunchy. The German porn, a lot of hairy stuff and all that. By the way, it, was, it would have been like in the 1970s, so it would have had a lot of bush, I'm sure. The porn version of this show is Monday to Friday, 1 to 4 Eastern Time, for those of you who wonder whether we do a blue show later at night. <laughs> we actually do on Friday nights when we do the end of the night thing. But we're not doing a blue show. This isn't about talking about porn and all these other things. No, I don't even no, know no, how no. we got to this, Robin. How did we get to porn today? 
we were talking about um, oh the Huntsman and then Snow White. Oh, and then that's somebody right. Asked that's there right. Was and then somebody else said the porn version. And see Hello. how it happens. See how it's that a works? stream of consciousness. Robin, did your family sit down to watch Too Fast, Too Curious? That was a big hit too, I believe, in Holland. <laughs> too fast, too curious. You remember I Am Curious Yellow? It wasn't porn. It was like softcore back in the day when the Emmanuel movies were on. Remember those films? Emmanuel. Yeah. And then. Uh, oh, those were playing on. Those played on regular TV. Yeah, in yeah, it, yeah. Because they weren't really hardcore. Uh, the you know what, Sophie, uh, what was her name? Sylvia Crystal. Sylvia Crystal. That's great knowledge yes. right there, Robin. Look at that. I mean, I can't pull up other stuff out of my brain, but I can as pull soon that as Robin's up. dad saw Rod and Jeremy in the opening scene, he was like, "Let's get the hell out of here." <laughs> It's funny to me, too. <laughs> Ron Jeremy. Was Ron Jeremy in the movie, Robin? No, I, I, Tony, I don't know. I never saw the movie. I'll tell you, movie. my favorite, uh, the, the, uh, the one on 22nd and Market was the old Forum Theater. That's where I used to go watch porn movies as a kid. They tore it down now. Right at 22nd and Market, there was the Forum Theater, and all they showed was porn. And they showed first run stuff. I mean, and deep throat. It was a behind Germ- the green door. I have an update. It's a German movie. I told you it had to be Germans. The Germans always make good porn. Yeah. It was. Uh, I guess it was called the the original. And I even have das Bush das Bush das Bush. The the English version sta- says the new adventures of Snow White. Was it in sub? Did it need subtitles when in a German porn, or do you, does it really not matter? I, again, I have not seen it. <laughs> Let's just state. Come on, Robin, that was pretty damn good. Das that was a good German poll right there. That is that is a good po- German <laughs> German poll. <laughs> the new adventures, of, and it was the new adventures of Snow White. <laughs> <laughs> the Adventures of Snow White and the Seven Inches. Come on now. New Adventures of Snow White. <laughs> Alice in Bonerland. And, of course, one of my favorites, <laughs> Butt Pirates of the Caribbean. I saw that in a double feature. Thank you, AJ. You were at the month of us going to the same theater. Well, then there was... Butt a, Pirates of the Caribbean. There was also uh, Pocahontas. Oh, yeah. That's, that's on Cinemax yeah. late nights. As a week. Very weak. <laughs> I think it. I think this might be it. <laughs> Trevor says, "I know Cherie Deville and Tanya Tate in Adventures of Snow White." Actually, I was flipping around on TV the other night on Movie Channel, and there was some Tanya Tate movie on. Bad porn. I mean, it's not even. I don't even watch it. It's so bad. You watch like ten seconds of it, and you're saying, "That's it." Maybe because I'm getting older. Listen, I, I, I was, you know, I have, I got my uh, doctorate in adult entertainment when I moved to Los Angeles. Talk about my PhD. Yeah. My you, higher learning in the you field. Were, you were active. You were definitely active. Not, not about me being involved, but just learning the nuances of the industry. Oh, because you had been married forever, and then all of a sudden you weren't, and you're like, what is this world? No, but I wasn't like foreign to it. But you had been you had been married since when did you But it doesn't matter. My wife and I watch porn. Everybody watched porn when they were married. Okay, but you didn't you didn't explore the world that was out there. No. So when you were no longer married, you did. 
but no, I still, I still watched porn. My wife watched porn with me. So it wasn't like I entered a whole new world. I got to meet all these people when I moved out there. That's the difference. <laughs> you got to be up close I got and to go behind the scenes, behind the velvet ropes, behind the latex, behind the silk stockings. Remember that show, Silk Stockings? Oh, that I used do to remember. Be on? That was an HBO thing. No, right? it wasn't. It was like or on Cinemax. A, no, no, it was on like uh, one of the uh, regular cable channels. AMC, I think it was on Silk really? Stockings. Look it up, Robin. It was either on AMC or TNT. It may have been on TNT. That is great Silk Stockings knowledge right now, Robin. Silk Stockings TV series. Where was it on? Um, it was... I'm going to say TNT or USA, one oh, of those channels. Oh, it premiered on CBS. It did? Yeah. But didn't it go to like TNT or CBS or uh, So USA? originally it was on CBS and the remaining six seasons ran exclusively on the USA Network. US, I, I said US. I, I knew it was one of those channels like USA because they picked it up and kept... They didn't run the reruns. They actually kept the series going, I believe. You know what I mean? There is, Trevor, there is some great porn knowledge on the chat room today. It's amazing how much porn knowledge there exists out there amongst our fantastic fans. That's why it's called adult entertainment. We're adults here. Although the kids are out of school. So if you're listening to this, young children out there, pay no attention to Robin and her absolutely horrific habits of bringing everything back to porn. That's all she thinks about. That's all I think about. It is on my mind constantly. Exactly. I know. know I love Ron Deshear with you. We talked about her last week. USA Up. All All night. night. Remember that? Yeah. Dean says that um, his first porn star was I Dream of Jeannie. Dude. She's still hot, by the way. She has held up. She's had work done, though. Hasn't she, Barbara Eden? But you... Bar- it's good work, though. But e- Barbara Eden, she's not... like There's there's some celebrities who have had a lot of work done where you can see that they've had a lot of work done. The work that she's had done has been done exceedingly well. No, no doubt about it. In and some I- way, you know, we, we were watching, and I, I knew this movie was going to be bad. So we're at my son's over the weekend, and he's got Netflix, and, they, and they're like, oh, we got to watch this movie. It's the new... Two of my least favorite people and favorite actors. Now, they were good at one time. You know, now everybody's obsessed about whether Friends is going to be on this new right, right, uh, Warner Brothers yes, thing. It because was a movie with Jennifer Aniston. So Jennifer Aniston and what's his face? Um, Adam. Adam Sandler. Sandler, thank you. Adam Sandler, and it's called Murder Mystery. Yeah. And I, oh, oh, this is. I heard this is really good, and I'm like, it can't be good. It's got Adam Sandler and what's her face in it. They used the only. Three short clips that were good in the movie all were in the trailer. So the rest, the, everything sucked. And I tried to give things. it a try, but it was awful. I mean, it was painfully bad. Yeah, it was. And I don't hate Adam Sandler. He had a great career, but now he's doing Netflix movies. But the writing on this movie was and it, awful. And it's a tired, that this, is a, this, is a, this is a movie format that's been used a million times. Ten Little Indians. You know, all who done it's a who done it thing, right? Murder mysteries. Mm-hmm. We used to have a what's her name every week on CBS on Sunday nights after Murder She Wrote. Remember Murder She Wrote? Yeah. And then we had. Uh, By the way, which is there's something really freaky. If you want to know what I'm going to look like when I'm older, who are you going to look really like? Really old. I'm going to end up looking like Angela Lansbury because if you look at the young Miss Robin and then young Angela Lansbury, we could be sisters. So that's, that's, we all age, Robin. Look, we all age. I'm just saying that's what you have to look forward to if you live that long. But Jennifer Aniston, uh, is she attractive? She's pretty, yes. 
I don't get the obsession of men with her. Again, I don't hate her. She does. She is a she's a wet rag to me, so to speak. I mean, she's attractive. She's had a great career. I don't get the friends obsession. I didn't like the show when it was on the first time. I didn't like it when it was on reruns the second time. And now people are upset because it's not going to be on Netflix anymore. How many damn times do you need to watch Friends? I know. It's the same tired, all white people, especially nowadays. Well, it's nothing but white people. Talk about not. Seinfeld is the same way. Talk about no diversity. I don't understand. Is there a less diverse crowd than the the douchebags on Friends? Here's the thing. I have never truly uh, understood about watching something more than once. I pretty, like, there are occasionally... Wait a minute, did we lose the stream, Robin? Did we lose the stream? I don't think so. My stream is still pretty strong, though. I have an appointment on Friday. I'll give everybody an update as soon as... No, we're fine. Okay, we're not. Saying stream gone. No, it's right there. We got shut. Maybe they shut us down. I don't... Too much porn? We're not talking porn right now. We're talking bad Netflix movies. So we're watching this movie... Refre- and I'm trying to give it a chance. Just refresh, people, because we're there. Just refresh it. Sort of like you do after you watch porn. Oh, wait a minute. Actually, it is showing that it's offline. What is up with this? I'm Have we been r- censored? Damn it. No, no. There are people that are actually still on here, so that is weird. I don't, I don't know how to log into this computer, Robin. It Tony, logged don't out. don't do that one, because trust me, it's, it's... But I want to play a song. Oh, oh, oh. I can't do it on that computer. So now I have all these devices in front of me, and the one thing that I need it for the most is to put up some music, and now I can't because it's been logged out of. I don't know why it's saying Oh, now it's logged. like this. Is, is there a password? Do I need to know Roger's password? I can't do this and that okay. at the same time, Tony. All right. Meanwhile... So anyway, Roger Federer advanced, and so did uh, Federer. Had a tougher time against uh, Kai Nik- Nis- Nishikori today in the Nishikori. men's Nishikori. I, 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 in the men's quarterfinal. So guess who he's going to meet? Uh, today was the quarters. Guess who he's going to meet in the men's semis? Nadal. I know. I, I know you're surprised. I know. I know. No, we didn't forget to pay the bills. I got skills to pay the bills. 215-462-TONY. We have open lines in the final uh, half hour of the show. If you want to jump on in, we got a lot of stuff that we're talking about today. Uh, the All-Star game. Actually, the home run derby to me was much more interesting than the actual All-Star game. It was, uh, it was okay. We're back up. We're back up? Oh, yeah. We told you about the ticker tape parade. We told you about Megan Rapino dropping the F-bomb. We should play that one more time for people who missed it earlier today. That would we'll be more difficult because I've well, as soon as I play something, Tony, I have to get rid of it. Otherwise, it clogs up my PCU. Well, you got there's there's a, there's a there's a medication for that, right? Uh, if there were medication, <laughs> I would have it. You know what the medication is? A bigger, bigger, badder ass computer. How many damn? What are, we, what are we? NASA now? We need how many computers have we bought in the last couple of years on this show? You're in Best Buy once a month saying, you know, I like this computer, but I need the IBM, uh, I need HAL from 1,000. You are incorrect. I need HAL 2000 or whatever the hell it was called in uh, 2001, A Space Odyssey. It's been two years I bought. This is Oh, wow, two years and it's obsolete. (laughs) Are you serious, Robin? So anyway, we are not going to be buying a new computer right this minute, obviously. 
And because of that, then I can't keep going back. Once we played it, it's done. That's it? That's it. Unless you... What is this? Uh, the original Snapchat where people used to take pictures of their private parts and then send them and then you know because they would go... Wasn't that Snapchat that did that? Well, you, the only way I could do it is if you give me a little... Because I have to pull it back up again. How does it go away? I have to close down the window that it was in so that it's not continuously utilizing the processor in the computer because then it slows down other stuff. See how you see how that works? All right, let me play a little big in the meantime. By the way, uh, no, we could use the F-bomb on the show. We don't like to say it just to say it. You know, we're not like stand-up comics. We just say it every other word and then people laugh like they've never heard it before. It's got to be used properly. But we can play the Reagan and the Megan Rapino video today at City Hall in New York City. When she got up and went all Chase Utley on us. We can play you the unexpurgated, untouched, unaltered, uncensored, uncircumcised, unadulterated. The F-bomb does need to be organic. It's free range. Robin is handling the board. All I'm doing is playing some background music. It's like filler. It's like when you buy a crab cake in a place that doesn't really have good crab cakes. It's all filler. There's not enough lump crab meat in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have now fixed your computer, Tony. Thank you. I don't know the password. You just set this up today, so it there doesn't no take pa- me long to there's learn. There's no password. Why did it log out and say, uh, re- and say I don't know. All I had to do was just hit click. Click. All righty. Um, Let's go back to Megan Rapinoe as the uh, head of the Soccer Federation introduced her. The guy who pays her salary, the guy who's supposed to know every name and should know the name of probably the most famous. Oh, you want that one? Yeah, the, the F-bomb one. Oh, wow. The F-bomb is not part of that. No, I don't want the guy again. He's an okay, idiot. Okay. This is live, by the way. Yes, it is. It is live. I'm not giving her attention because she's gay. I'm not giving her attention because she was, she was at the parade today. See, this is how the news cycle works. Right. They had a parade in New York through the Tony's Canyon of Heroes. Tony's attention because she dropped the F-bomb. And I, and, I, and I don't have a problem with it. No, I think that the, the whole the whole craziness over that word. I'm not even ripping her, for God's no. sake. But the whole craziness over that word is really, it's like, it's jumped the shark. It's been... Oh, no, you know what else has jumped the shark? Jumped the shark has jumped the shark. So anyway, today, on live TV, Megan Rapino got up at City Hall after their parade and was introduced by a guy who didn't know how to pronounce her name, who happens to be the head of the U.S. Soccer Federation. Correct. Which is an embarrassment in its own right. But then she got up and said a good word, a few good words, and got and was talking happy, happy, happy. Celebrate with you today. And we did it with a smile. So do the same for us. Please, I ask you. New York City, you're the motherfucking best! Let's make some noise, come on. Pinot, I think they wanted some Pinot Grigio, or were they looking for well, she goes a little by, Pinot Noir? She goes by M. Pinot. I know on, that. I, I, I know it, Robin. Hello. Pino. Hello. Pino, not a Pilipino. 
<sighs> who I'm really hoping that the Filipino uh, Twitter handle guy that used to call I in know. all the time, I really hope he finds us because I loved him. So now, you know, you can't hear that on, you won't hear that clip on any regular radio because they're not allowed to play it. It got out on the air live. And so they, there's nothing they can do initially. All these networks are, oh my God, we're really sorry if that offended you. So then we also played Chase Utley, mm-hmm. 2008. And when Chase Utley did this, after a couple of pops in the parade, just like the women, they were drinking alcohol. It's all about equality with me on the show. They were popping the champagne bottles, uh-huh. celebrating uh-huh. in New York. The last time New York had a parade in the called Canyon of Champions right. and Heroes was 2015 when the U.S. women won the World Cup. So they don't do it every day. They don't do it for anybody. In fact, they've done it less than they used to. Back in the beginning, they used to do it all the time, and then people were saying it was excessive. You know, they did it for pianists. They did it for the astronauts. You know, they did it for people who are war heroes. They've done it for entertainers. They've done it for sports people. But the most bizarre one, did you know, that they did it for Van Clyburn? The pianist? Yes. Van Clyburn had a a parade in New York through the Canyon of Ticker Tape Parade. That's weird. And that's when people are like, all right, well, maybe we're doing too many of these parades here. You know, they got to pay police. They got to pay people to clean up the streets. All the stuff is out there. And that costs money, too. So, anyway. I had a Van Clyburn LP. Did you really? Oh. Oh, really, Robin? I did. What was his first name, by the way, Van? Not Van, not Van Jones. Richard. Isn't it Richard? Richard Van Clyburn? I don't know, Robin, but I'll say this about you. I'm pretty sure oh, it's Richard good Van Clyburn. for you. Shh. <sighs> anyway, so I remember when Chase Utley did that, and it was on live TV in 2008. And then there were these sanctimonious talking heads. I'm thinking of Richard Kleiderman. That's right. Who are, so you're talking about Van Clyburn. Yes, the, the unbelievable pianist. Well, who was, wasn't he Van from Cly- Russian? So uh, Richard Van Clyderman right. was also a pianist. Yes, I know that. But he played soft and that rat crappy stuff. Yes. He did all those like elevator music songs, right? Uh, I believe. Yeah, he was an elevator yeah, yeah, music yeah, yeah, yeah. guy. Van Clyburn was a classic pianist. What's the matter with you, Robin? I I don't even know who the talking heads were. Well, I know the other talking heads. But there are these sanctimonious, how can you have a guy cursing up there? And Jason Kelsey, remember when Jason Kelsey, when the Eagles won? Oh, my God, that is just so disrespectful. What a pig. What an absolute loser. Drunken people getting up there. So if you want equality... And I'm not ripping Megan Rapino because she dropped the MF bomb in New York. Just like I didn't rip Chase Utley for dropping the world bleeping champions or Jason Kelsey or anybody else. Now, 91 Sixers asking, Miss Robin, would you have one of your buy experience, experiences with Rapino? I bet she can diddle a bean like a mofo. Oh, now come on, man. Now, this uh, cantrip sect... I, by the way, I, just... He says, I didn't say... He, he's got this whole lesbian thing going on. What's going on with this guy? I don't know. Which guy doesn't he like? Me? Where have I mentioned Megan Rapinoe's sexual preference anywhere, anyhow? I don't care what her sexual preference is. No, actually, you don't. Um, and I can guarantee he doesn't do that. 
since. And I don't even. I'm not, I'm not even. I'm not even signaling anybody out. I don't. I don't. I know people had a big deal in ripping Chase Utley when he did the world bleeping champions thing. Because oh my God, how can you do that? And listen, if you want to do that, if you want to play the sanctimony card, go right ahead. I'm not telling people what to do. But I guarantee you, those same people who are ripping Chase Utley and Jason Kelsey are not going to rip Megan Rapinoe. Because if you rip her, then you get destroyed because you're something that you don't like about her. Oh, she's a lesbian. Oh, she uh, has an opinion. Oh, she uh, should be able to stomp on the flag and do whatever. Yes, she should. She's able and allowed to. You know why? Because we live in America. And when you live in America, you have free speech. Free speech isn't just the speech you agree with. Free speech is the speech that you disagree with, too. And so for all the people who come after me, when I give an opinion based on facts, not on narratives, you, the, the same thing is dropped. Oh, you're just a Trump apologist, Tony. You're just a lapdog for the president. No, I'm not a lapdog for anybody. Here's the difference. Except for me. Well, that's, that's a different story. <laughs> One guy is the president of the United States, whether you like him or not. The other woman is a soccer superstar. So if you're going to go talk to AOC, who's a just two years removed from being a bartender, and think that she's going to solve the world's problem, go right ahead. Because she's going to agree with you. And the way you settle differences, and I said this earlier in the show, you don't only talk to the people who agree with you. I don't only talk to the people who who email me or send me comments. Actually, here's I, don't, a, I, don't, I, I, I talk to people who disagree with me. And T. Jackson, he says, Miss Robin is speechless and possibly offended. I am not. I don't easily offend, actually. And I am not speechless because that's even harder to do. Um, and um, regarding the question, uh, the, I don't even know about the second part. But the first part, just so that people know, most women are not like most men in their idea of getting it on with anybody usually requires some prerequisite. Like, yes. it's not you just know, about Oh, how my, you, she's hot. I'd bang right. that like it's, a screen door in a yeah. hurricane, which guys that's say a, about pretty a, much everyone. Guys say that all the time, and it's just yes. based upon looks. Women almost always need to have some kind of emotional connection with somebody. So I would not be able to answer that question because I don't really know Megan Rapinoe. I don't know her either. And, and I don't so care. I would, She's, to I me, she represents open. the greatest soccer team in the history of this world. That's what she is to me. I don't care about her personal beliefs or sexual preference or any of that stuff. The only thing that I have a problem with is the whole, I'm going to go on Anderson Cooper and say, and have Anderson Cooper say to you, what would you say to President Trump when you said, I'm not going to go visit? And how would you, uh, what would you talk to him about? And instead of saying, I would like to talk to him about it, she basically said, well... I don't want to talk to him because I think make America great again slogan is racist and it's against LGBTQ and, and there's absolutely no proof of that because Bill Clinton, if you want to use facts, this isn't whataboutism, Bill Clinton used the same slogan when he ran for president. So how can something be racist one time but not be racist the next time? I have that argument for you. I know what the argument is. What is on the it. argument? The argument is that back then it wasn't, but now because... Everybody's People, woke because of well. This is this is the argument: is that um, there are racist people who have taken that slogan and are utilizing it now. No, people who wear those no, hats are no, not all racist. I know, Robin. but I know that this is the argument that they have utilized it 
and made it their own. So therefore, and it's the same thing like the Betsy Ross flag. They say that the, the argument that the, that the Betsy Ross flag is now racist, right. it's because uh, racist organizations have used that. And now I, don't, I have because never of the seen that used by anybody. But here's I my, saw it used at the Obama inauguration. I see it used everywhere. Here's my So point. how is it racist now, but it wasn't racist five years ago? Because it's that's, been, the, that's the question. It's a logical question. Taken it. So here's my point. Who's it's taken like, it? That's my point. Okay. My Show point me the is- proof that there are alleged KKK white supremacist groups using those symbols. And I'll say, hey, you know what? No. They got a point. Here's no. Okay. This is my point. No, I don't give a crap if somebody else is using it. Take it freaking back. Don't allow something like that to be utilized by something and then it only be associated with a racist thing. But it's not. I don't know. What, I, I mean, know. I, but what my point is, if it's the case, let's just say, um, I mean, what what would you do? Like, if if somebody, if if the KKK suddenly started calling them the Miss Robins, calling themselves the Miss Robins, am I going to suddenly now not? Oh, I shouldn't use my name because now it's associated with something racist. No, take it back. Don't allow them to How, have ownership take, of it. What do you take back? People can do whatever they want in this country as long as you're not. You're not hurting people. You're not attacking people. You're not offending. People are offended by everything now. It is the most wussified country. I've, and I've been around a long time. And I'm not, well, you're an old guy yelling at trees guy. I try to be rational in every decision that I make. And the stuff that's being passed off today as offensive and racist is the absolute biggest load of crap I've ever seen. Is there real racism? Of course there is. But to suggest that this country, all of a sudden, nobody can do what they wanted to do that they couldn't do two years ago is absurd. Is. Nobody's rights have been taken away. Nobody's, nobody's freedom has been taken away. Well, how are you, what, what are you not free to do in this country anymore? What are you not free to do? Tell me what you're not free to do. Um. Tell me what right you have that has been taken away from you since Donald Trump became president. Or even before Donald Trump became president. Nobody's losing rights. It's absurd. Absolutely absurd. And again, this isn't left or right to me. I don't give a crap about Republicans or Democrats. I really, really don't. I've never, ever been a registered Republican in my entire life. I was a Democrat most of my life. You know why? Because I had to be. Because I grew up in a city where all they have is Democrats. And you are told... That's how you vote. And so we were compliant because that's what we were told. And that's why this city of Philadelphia has been the democratically run city since the year I was born. 67 years of one-party rule. I lived here. I, I didn't feel my life was being threatened because one party was making all the decisions. I don't care about parties. I care about people being treated right and having the right to live free in the greatest country on earth. That's all I care about. So all these people, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I can't go out anymore. Oh, every day is a hashtag. Oh, geez, how are we going to survive? Net neutrality. Oh, my God. We're going to die. Relax, people. Just relax. Jeez. Now, Cracker Barrel, that's racist. I don't know why they don't change the name. 
I remember when they changed. Remember, remember there was a there was a a chain called uh, what was it called? Well, they changed the uh, the store here, the the restaurant here called Illegal Tacos. Yeah, but no, this is back. This was a chain also. This, okay, that wasn't a chain. That was one stupid taco store on Broad Street in Philly that decided that the t- the name Illegal Taco was going to sound cool, and I'm sure they weren't doing it. Uh, to talk about illegal aliens. No. They were doing it because they were so good that it should, should be illegal. It should be illegal. But when you put the sign up and you have to explain what it means, yeah. you're, you're better off I not putting right the away, sign up. I got it right away, but there's a lot of people I, I that aren't that smart. I know what it meant, smart. too. But so I'm sure they got hammered and they changed the name to Taco Delphia. And ba- Bartco24 is absolutely correct that guys like Richard Pryor, George Carlin, um, they would not be real popular today. The um, They were able to tell s- jokes and stories like they did, but... With the woke audiences, they would not be treated the same. And, that, and, and, and Stevie V now Sambo's. Remember, there was a chain called Sambo's, oh, which used an African American symbol as its name, Sambo, which yeah. is a, you talk about slavery and racism. And there was a restaurant chain called Sambo's. But guess what happened? They got they got rid of. They realized that this is stupid. I remember there was a there was a black licorice gum that had a picture of. Like an old-fashioned blackface slave on the front of it, and it, this was not that long ago that I remember seeing them in stores. And I, I was like, I can't believe that these are out there. What were those called? I don't. Does remember. anybody remember? But, but we, we, everybody knows the point here. The point is that yes, when we see things that are really offensive, the average level-headed, clear-thinking person says, "That's just stupid. Who thought of that?" And then these people get shamed into doing it. But shaming everything now because you think it's racist or you think it's offensive is idiotic. Yes. Getting rid of George Washington murals and getting rid of statues. Oh, that is unbelievable to me. It's like, why, why do we have libraries? Why do we have museums? If everything historic that shows us what we went through to, to advance to the society that we are today is offensive, then why teach kids history? Why have museums? Why keep building museums? If everything that shows us how bad the past was needs to be removed from history. Yeah. That's why it's called history. That's why there's a history channel. No, it is. It, it, probably that's what's amazing me more than or surprising me more than anything else is the want to get rid of Anything that was associated with a time period, we, we know that there were awful things that happened the during that time. clearly blatantly racist yeah. things and stupid things that people thought were okay, they're all gone. Yeah. And the ones, and nobody's, nobody's coming up with these now. Nobody's opening up offensive places without realizing that the backlash would be instantaneous. It's ridiculous. Now, this is like a really stupid question. Would we mind if the entire USA national team was black? Uh, uh, let me check. Are you serious, man? I, I don't understand that question. Like, why would that make a difference? The, the, the greatest teams in sports that I followed in my entire life are all predominantly dark-skinned people. Latinos in the 60s when Tony Gonzalez and Tony Taylor, Cuban-Americans, were my favorite players. So if you want to play these games and try to, try to play these, oh, I wouldn't root for a black team, NBA teams are predominantly black. 76ers are predominantly black. Do I not root for them because of the color of the player's skin? That's ridiculous. I don't the, know. The, the, the I don't Eagles, know who this, I don't it doesn't reckon, matter what the team is. I don't. Maybe I'm mis. I'm. I'm not reading these texts. But um, center set X two. I don't know if you're trying to do something, say something, get a rise out of us, but it's not working. So whatever. 
yeah, again, have a legitimate conversation. That's what I do. I'm not like Megan Rapino. I discuss things with people who disagree with me. I don't say, you know, I'm not going to talk to you. You don't agree with me. I'm going to go over here, and I'm going to just invite people over and only talk to the people who kiss my ass and agree with everything I say. Now, you might go, you might speak to them in Philadelphia language, which is, which is where, where you're having a discussion, and you are having a normal discussion, but the person on the other end of it is thinking that you're yelling. Well, that's because I'm from Philadelphia. I'm Italian. Because you're from South Philly, Philly Italians, and and, it, it, and that is a interpretation that uh, it needs to be translated. Like you have to figure out when you're on the other side. Like, no, they're not yelling. They're just from South Philly. Exactly. I'm not yelling. I'm Italian. Now you don't have to apologize. You can disagree with anything I say, but the one thing you can't disagree with is the fact that I try to approach everything honestly. Can I get, do I go on a rant? Yeah. But my rants aren't about politics or about candidates. It's about things that bother me that A, most of it's sarcasm, you know, like we're talking about the summer league. Right. Talking about things that really don't matter in the world. But talking about the, the realities that we all deal with, sports is an escape. That's why we do this show. Now, Glad- but we also talk about other stuff, which is fun. Which yes, is fun. Gladney, North Carolina says, if you don't like your state, move. If you don't like your country, move. I actually have an update for all of those people who would like to move to Canada. When you move, I move, just um, like that. Now, the the um, we already know that the Canadian immigration, it's been proven over and over and over again, uh, not proven, it's been talked about a lot about how um, it's much more difficult to move and emigrate to Canada than people think it is because they have the point system. It is unlike. Is that the like United when you get points on your driver's license if you get like a no, speeding no, 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 ticket? No, no, no. This uh, is like like you need. I'm just going to say you need a hundred points to be able to move there, and then you are graded based upon uh, your education, your age, your uh, experience, your wealth. If you have if you have money in the bank and um, how many languages you speak. And based upon that, you need a minimum number of points to be accepted to emigrate to Canada. Now, that's for, why they're the. That's why there are dreaded enemies to the north, Robin. <laughs> now, that's why we hate those damn Canadians. The the <laughs> wealthy, you know, the, all the rich people, the the Hollywood rich people that want to move to Canada, they probably don't want to move to Canada full time, right? Well, you're the one who said you would move to Canada. I li- I love Canada. I love, I Canada, love Canada too. Here. So you and I got hassled trying to even visit Canada yeah. with our legal passports. I, the only reason is because I actually tried to move to Canada, and I know all this because I was denied. We were denied going to Canada. Did you think that I have to launch a drone strike on uh, what's his name, the prime minister up there, Trudeau? No, but but my point is, is that all all these uh, Hollywood people who said that they were going to move to Canada. I know one out why they did not, because they would not be able to live there full time, right? They would they would be doing their projects. They'd be coming down to the United States where where there's all this work, so they would probably be have a, like a house in Canada so that they could. But there there's a reason now why they will not. And so it, I can't even buy like a Pierre de Terre up there in uh, in Canada. Well, a, go up there and bang some uh, lumberjack. You know chicks? the Chinese. There's like a huge wealthy uh, contingency in China now. There's a lot of multi-multi-millionaires from China. In and, Canada? Yes. Okay. And so chi- a Chinese multi-millionaire's wife is suing the Canadian government. Wait, wait, oh. is this an uh, uh, immigration and uh, naturalization update? Yes, it is. Okay, just checking. Is suing 
the Canadian government after she received a $200,000 tax bill on her Vancouver home. Wait, she got a, a tax bill for $200,000. Dude. But it's an addition to the normal property tax. Oh, on top of the tax? On top of Did the Jim tax. Did Jim Kenny move up there and there a soda tax? No. Is Apparently, there a moose tax? I have never heard of such a thing. <laughs> but there is an empty house tax. Empty house tax? Empty house tax in Canada. Why don't if, people just move in like they do in this country and then call it their own after they live in it as squatters for a couple of so years? So get this. So this is what... So in 2018, Canadian government ruled that if you own a house, but it's owner's... It, it's unoccupied right. for um, most of the year, mm-hmm. then you have to pay a 1% levy on the property's value, which in this particular case, her little house was valued at $20.4 million. A little house in Canada is worth $20 million? I can buy half the country for that. It is situated on Billionaire's <laughs> Row. She and her Chinese husband owned it since 2015. And she is, she, their family, her name is... Um, the, the, her husband's name is Zhen Jiangjiang. Aye, aye. And aye. he is one of the top politicians in China's rubber stamp parliament. And their family is worth over $925 million. And they're bitching about two hundred grand. Yes. Well, screw them. I don't care. Send them so, back to China. So Send them on a slow boat back to China. <laughs> they, they purchased this $20 million little pied terre in Vancouver. And so they, they, they own the house, but they weren't living in it. They haven't been in it. Why wouldn't it's they just empty. rent it out? I, well, who can afford a, Well, I guess other millionaires could. But so because so many Chinese were buying property in Canada, especially in Vancouver, and driving up the costs of homes, the, the Canadian government came up with this rule because they didn't like the fact that all these... No, Chinese- I, I, I actually understand that. But so I'm, thinking, I'm thinking that some poor, you know, downtrodden person buys a house in Canada with a cabin so they can get up there and get maple syrup in the wintertime and go bag a couple of moose... And a couple of those uh, Alaskan wilderness people who, who roam into Canada loosely every once in a while, and they were going to go up there just to have a you know a cabin in the woods until some serial killer goes up there and then slashes them all to death, and they make a movie about it. Well, this is so. This is remember what I was saying that if you were wealthy, you would be able to move to Canada and bypass the point system. If you had liquid assets of at least. $400,000, this was, so maybe it's gone up since then, you could move to Canada and it didn't matter if you couldn't speak another language or whatever. So um, many of the Chinese nationals moved to Canada or at least bought property and got uh, uh, legal status to live there with a now defunct program that sought to attract wealthy foreigners to settle and invest in Canada. Under the scheme, immigrants with a net worth of $1.2 million could get permanent residency in exchange for providing the government an interest-free five-year loan of $609,000. So now these, these multi, these people worth hundreds of millions of dollars are balking at a couple of hundred thousand dollars knowing the rules when they got in. Exactly. All right, so now I take back every bad thing I've said about Canada, except Don Collins. Those still stand. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I actually think that this is a great. It bugs me it's the, when when somebody when there's people that own like a bunch of homes and they just stand empty, they're just empty. It's like you know what? Don't own the home. 
do know, something else without money. You know money. what they do here in Philly? It's smart. People just, they go into houses that aren't even their own homes. Yeah. That somebody else owns. And then they sit squat? in there and live in there. Not even squat. I mean, they basically say that this is now my house. And then they get the city to say, okay, yeah, no, we can't find the person who's well, in who's, And then they take ownership of it. I think a lot of, a lot of states It used to be called the, squatting, but now yeah. it's become an art form. Well, but there, there, there is an art form to it, and there are laws. Most states have that, that if you squat, for lack of a better word, and you are there and you're paying the property taxes and the water bills, and you can prove that you have for each state is slightly different on how long right. you have to now, be doing no, people that. People have done that. Then you can say, this is my home now. It's you know mine. what I say to all these people? Bafangul, eh? Exactly right. Exactly. Well, this was another fun-filled day, Tony. And we went around the world. We did. We went. This is better than Epcot. Because you don't drink around the world in Epcot because no one's actually able to do that. It's physically impossible. But you can travel around the world in three short hours right here. It's like a three-hour cruise, except you always come back at the end, and you don't wind up with the Harlem Globetrotters playing basketball in the middle of nowhere with the Professor Marianne, the Skipper, and, of course, the Professor and Ginger, too. Don't forget. And Mrs. Forget. Howell and Thurston Howell III. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. And that's what we did. We took you to Australia. Yeah, we went down under. We took you to Canada, eh? Eh? We took you to Texas. We took you to Cleveland, Ohio, of all places. We took you to Vegas, New York City, Wimbledon in England. And we took you to Hollywood. And the one place we didn't go today, you know where that is, Robin? Where did we go? We didn't go. I know. No we did Florida not, today. We did not go to Florida. And I, I apologize. I know that everybody looks forward to it. But um, we, we just did not have time to go to Florida today. And besides, there weren't really any great stories. Exactly. So do something stupid, Florida, tonight. <laughs> Dean, can you call some of your friends and relatives? Tell them to do something stupid so we can have more content for tomorrow's big Thursday extravaganza. <laughs> we appreciate it. Thank you so much. And if you didn't like the Megan repeat. Hey, hey, Dean. This is how it works in this industry. The top story is the top story. It's not always LeBron every day on this show because he's not. When he's the top story, he's the top story. Today it was the, the big parade for the soccer team, and they made news, and Megan Rapinoe cursed, and everybody will be laughing about it on the internet, but nobody will be able to play it except right here, and you heard it here first, and you heard it here multiple times. While everybody else will be editing it out and censoring content, we will be providing you with fresh, unedited, yes. free-range, non-GMO content on this and show. And I apologize for the stream. Twitch, this is now the second time this week where Twitch has just had a little glitch in it. Maybe it's because there's so many people that are logging on. I don't know. You can drink around the world, but maybe you should try the beginner's monorail drinking tour of the contemporary Polynesian and Grand Floridian first, which is a grand tour. And Robin and I have done that tour. What? We didn't manage to drink around the world. No, no, it's impossible. It's impossible. In the meantime, thank you everybody again for tuning in, having fun with us each and every day, because that's why we're here for the most part. And of course, for the followers and subscriptions too. And the bits. In the meantime, don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. 
Don't curse. Ah, screw that. Curse all you want. And God bless America. It still is the greatest country in the history of civilization. We'll see you tomorrow. This knife has a straight edge on it, so it's very easy. Maybe in our world here to live a happy little mountain. Thank you for listening to The Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon. Come on, come on.